The following is a sports presentation of ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, Huntington Sports Station. The 2023 high school football season is here, and the 2022 AAA state champion Huntington Highlanders are ready to defend their title. The action all gets underway tonight with a great season opening matchup between the Highlanders and the Spring Valley Timberwolves. Huntington is looking for revenge from last season's loss to Spring Valley in what was a one-point loss at the Wolves' den in Week 1. A number of key Highlander players are returning to this season's team with the hopes of winning back-to-back state championships. However, Huntington will be without its star quarterback, Gavin Locko, who helped lead the Highlanders to their first AAA state championship in school history. On the other side of things, the Timberwolves are replacing a number of key starters from last season. Football returns to Bob Sang Stadium next. Stay right here to catch every play on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Kickoff is right around the corner. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present Huntington Highlanders football. Stay tuned for coaches' comments and a preview of tonight's game. Highlanders Countdown is next on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, Of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football. And remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba Communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! 
High School Football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. This is Highlanders Countdown on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Woody Woodrum with the head coach of the 2022 champs, Huntington's own Billy Seals. And, Coach, that'll be the last reference we make to last year because it it doesn't mean a nickel getting ready for this year. It doesn't. You know, I was proud of our guys last year and what they accomplished, but as soon as that, that year turned over to 2023, our, our sole focus was how good we're going to be in the 23 season. And so our guys worked really hard and excited about getting back out here and getting the opportunity to play again. Yeah, you know, and, and you've got a great turnout this year of players coming in to uh, help you out. You've got uh, what people think are, you know, maybe three of the best players in the state at their position, maybe at any position, and Robbie Martin uh, – Wayne Harris, who rewrote the single season record for catches, yards, touchdowns in a season, and, and Zah Jackson, uh, those guys are are big weapons for you. Robbie can play all five positions on the line. Wayne can play running back. He can be a slot. He can be a wide receiver. Zah's the same way. He can he wherever you plug him in. Talk about those guys and the leadership you need to see out of them. Well, those are guys that obviously are staples in our program and, you know, they work hard and, and, you know, they try to lead this football team. They're all a little bit different. None of them are really much talkers, to be honest with you. Uh, Maybe Wayne a little bit, but Zah is really a lead by example guy, which I like those guys more than I do the talkers just because they do everything the right way. He's humble, you know, and and Robbie's continued to try to get better and, um, you know, play himself into shape a little bit, to be honest with you. Um, So, you know, those three guys are obviously going to play really well for us this year for us to have a, a successful season. The biggest change is obviously at quarterback. Last year, Kevin Lockow ended a, a great three-year career, uh, 634 attempts, 358 uh, plays that went for uh, for catches, uh, 5,700 yards passing in a career, 62 touchdowns. I mean, uh, the guy – the kid was here for the first year. The COVID year was three and six, and then he went twenty six and two the next two seasons. Uh, you've got a very athletic quarterback, and maybe even a better thrower. And uh, six three, hundred and eighty pound junior Avante Crawford. Yeah, obviously, you know, Gavin had a tremendous career here, and, and the biggest thing I can say about Gavin, he's a winner. And um, I think our kids had a lot of confidence in Gavin. And I can see, you know, our kids are the same way with Avante and Jackson when they walk into the huddle. And, you know, both those guys have performed well here in summer camp. And we feel really good about both those guys going into the uh, going into a game and helping us win. So, uh, you know, Avante is, may not be the uh, straight-ahead runner that Gavin was, but he can run. Uh, he runs the hurdles. I mean, he's, he's an athletic kid. Good arm, um, got you know good size to himself, and understands the game. and And Jackson is just a football player. Uh, he's a guy that can scramble around, make plays, extend plays. He's they're both really, really good with um, 
taking care of the football, which Gavin was exceptional at. So, uh, you know, big shoes to fill. But the big thing is, I told those two guys, you just be you. You be the best Devontae Crawford you can be and be the best Jackson Hatfield you can be. Yeah, and that's true. But, you know, Devontae has a little bit of experience. One rush for two yards, 15 passes, eight completions, one pick. Your team only had five interceptions all of last year, which is pretty amazing, uh, in 14 games. And he's thrown for 236 yards. Three of the eight went for touchdown. Jackson, uh, you know, when you come in and you're the third-team quarterback, you sometimes have third-team linemen that are going against ones on the other side. He he ran the ball once, lost five yards, threw a couple passes, didn't complete any. But, you know, I, I could tell what you're talking about in practice. I mean, those two kids are different but they both have a good handle on the offense. And, uh, you know, your offensive coordinator, uh, C.J. Crawford, he's done a marvelous job with this team in the last couple of years, taking over as a a young, very young offensive coordinator. Uh, Before we finish up with and look at the defense next, you've got some really outstanding talent in the return games. Obviously, Harris and Jackson are a big part of returning the ball, but you've got a kicker slash punter and Tavion Wilson, who last year hit 14 of 14 PATs with a 10 for 10 performance, set a school record at Beckley. And then he punted 24 times for a 37 yard average, put one inside the five, put 10 inside the 10. Uh, and Johnny, I, your kicker, not, he had 10 field goals his sophomore year, and then just two of five last year, had an injury in soccer, maybe held him back a little. But those two guys can win or lose games for you. Absolutely. And, we, you know, we think that we've got the advantage most weeks uh, in the special teams phase due to those guys. You know, obviously Johnny's going to be able to hopefully get, get it in the end zone every time on kickoff. And, you know, um, he, he battled some injuries last year that, you know, he wasn't in normal his normal self as he was as a sophomore. So, uh you know, he's come back strong and had a good summer. And, you know, Tavion did a really nice job as a freshman last year punting the ball for us. But, I mean, you're going to see Tavion on the field a lot. Um, probably hands-wise, maybe the best player on his team, hands-wise. I mean, he's got exceptional hands. Probably, I would say, he's in the top five fastest on this team, you know, at 6'2", 215 pounds. So, uh, you're going to see that kid out on the field a bunch. We're going to step aside and take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Huntington defense and their opponents not tonight. Spring Valley Timberwolves. That's coming up next on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Wendy's is open till midnight or later, so you can give in to the craving and go night mode. Now all of your favorite menu items just got their bedtime extended. You can get what you want even later, like the Baconator with six strips of bacon or the Perfect Fries and Frosty Duo. If you're up later, then so are we. So go ahead and pull through the drive-thru. When the craving hits, go night mode at Wendy's. Open till midnight or later. All right, see you <clears throat> later. At participating U.S. Wendy's, hours may vary. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. And whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party, or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football. And remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. 
No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute. Taking care of the herd. Taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health, so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! This is Highlanders Countdown on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Woody Woodrum along with head coach Billy Seals. Coach, your defense was outstanding last year. I mean, they only gave up 12.3 points per game, 173 points in 14 games, uh, only allowed teams to rush for 141 yards, just 90 yards through the air. I mean, and this team was unbelievably strong. They were plus 21 on turnovers they they forced 16 or they recovered 16 fumbles and had 17 picks in the season and you know Parkersburg South came in averaging 65 points a game in three playoff games and you guys hold them to three it was an outstanding job last year in all phases of the defense well we got really good players and um you know I think our kids are really comfortable in our scheme and what we what we do and you know we've we've changed a little bit over the years but it's still basically the principles are there and you know they start learning those as freshmen and they get a little better sophomores and then as a junior they've got it all figured out so uh you know it's 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 nice to have those type of guys it's easier to call a game and obviously I think the the guy that starts everything for us is Caillou Jackson I mean he, he is a he is a dude up on the on the D line and and um you know we go as he goes so we, if he plays well, we're, we're going to have a good night on defense because our linebackers get an opportunity to run. Yeah, he had 61 tackles. He led the team with 13 tackles for loss. He had five quarterback sacks. He uh, forced a fumble, recovered a fumble, and even pressured a quarterback. He's he's an outstanding kid. And Aaron McPherson behind him, a sophomore, it's a nice story. Last year just was big. And, and uh, you know, at 345 pounds, he's down to 290. I talked to him the other day, and he said he didn't really do anything. He said, I'm doing the workouts that Coach has us. But he goes, I, I just eat twice a day, and I tried to eat better and, and not snack. And, and he looks like he can help you out on both sides of the ball. Yeah, he's definitely proud of him. And, you know, we just we just kind of had a heart-to-heart when the season was over. And I just said, hey, man, if 
you know, if you want an opportunity to play here, you're going to have to lose some weight. And uh, he did. You know, he lost 50 pounds, uh, give or take a pound or two there, and uh, and is, is playing really well for us at guard. He's going to play some D-line for us as well. And so played a little bit last year against teams like Woodrow, who are double wing and try to, you know, uh, dominate the line of scrimmage. And yeah, so, he had five tackles in that Beckley playoff game. Yeah, and just uh, a big kid that, you know, um, we expect a big year out of him, and he's going to continue to get better each and every week. And, uh, you know, it's another piece piece of the puzzle that's going to help us be successful. Your defensive end's got a lift with Markel Jones after setting out all of the first 13 games. He plays in the title game. And, I mean, for a guy that hasn't played the whole season, they're coming off an injury. He goes in that game and gets two force fumbles, recovered a fumble. He got a tackle. He got a quarterback pressure. I mean, talk about a guy rising to the occasion. And you've got Christian Saunders back. You've got uh, Marshall Christus back. Robbie Mar- Martin can help you both at guard and or at defensive tackle and the nose guard positions or stand up be an end for you. A White Atkins played six games down the stretch. Uh, you know, he got six tackles in six games and, and really turned things around. He was starting on the offensive line late in the season last year. And then you've got outstanding linebackers back, and, and they're all backed up by pretty good kids. I mean, Walt Williams backed up to, by Tavion Wilson. Walt had 68 tackles last year. You've got Cam Vesey, who had 78 tackles. He's the leading guy to come back. He also blocked two punts last year. and uh, Deandre Graves, who just seemed like you flipped the switch, you put him in nose guard against Midland. Then he played some nose, stand-up nose, and, and it was kind of like a linebacker that was also over the center. Landon Miller behind him, 37 tackles for him. That, that's a strong group, and, and you know you know when you play Spring Valley, they're, they're going to throw the ball some, but they're, they're going to count on their run, and you got to stop it up front with those guys in your 3-3 three, three stack. Yeah, I think those guys don't get enough credit, to be honest with you. I mean, you look at, you know, uh, quote-unquote experts out there that talk about linebackers in the state. And, you know, I, those those guys are really, really good football players. They they fit well in our scheme. They're long, they're rangy, they're athletic. And so, uh, you know, I think they're as good as anywhere in the state. Now, are they 6'3", 215 pounds? No. But I know what they are. They're football players. And so, uh, you know, I think that group doesn't get enough credit for, for how good they are. And, uh, obviously, they're going to have to play really well on defense and make plays for us throughout the year. You've got all of your secondary back. Wayne Harris, corner, uh, the Wiz, Khalif Ty at uh, strong safety. Free safety is Mikey Johnson. He's backed up by Vonte, who, of course, played all of the last year at that position. Uh, he had 59 tackles and six passes broken up, five interceptions, which tied him with Zah Jackson at the other corner. And, you know, he played tremendous. He had a 50-yard kickoff return when they tried to squib a kick, and he got a bounce right into his chest, and he went all the way. So it's a strong defensive front, uh, strong offense, and strong special teams. Talk a little bit about your one of your best friends I know in coaching, Brad Dingus down in Spring Valley. And they're dealing with a completely different year for them. About eight seniors, only about five starters back. And they're they're looking for some leaders to step up. Uh, Jamison Smith only played in three games last year. He's going to be their starting quarterback. He had two of three, but both of them were for touchdowns. So Jalen Abercrombie, I guess, is the guy that makes them go. He can be a slot wide receiver, take a ball in or end around or, or line up in the backfield. 
he's a tremendous player, and, uh, you know, they've got some big backs, and they've got some really big guys on the defensive front going 242, 286, 252. So they, they're always going to present a challenge. It's a big deal. It's a city championship. It is, and, you know, uh, a lot of respect for Coach Dangus and this program. I think, you know, they, they run a clean program. They do things the right way. Their kids play hard. Our kids and their kids get along. Um, so, you know, it's it's always tough to open up against someone like Spring Valley who's really good year in and year out. And so it's, um, you know, you'd like to open up with an easier opponent, to be honest with you. But uh, here we are and, you know, playing one of the premier programs in West Virginia and Spring Valley. So, uh, you know, a good measuring stick for us to see where we're at. And I'm sure it's a good measuring stick for them to see where they're at as well. Yeah, you know, you hate to start out a game like this this early, but you know you got to play them sometime. So, uh, last year, not a very good uh, taste in your mouth coming away from the Spring Valley game. Uh, they you, you put them down inside the five. That was when Tavion Wilson stepped up there in an early game, and they've got 98 yards. They not only get that, they get a two-point conversion to go up one. But you guys drove down, had a chance at a field goal, got roughed and have another chance, doesn't make it. But I know a lot of people point at Johnny I.I. and say, oh, well, he missed field goal. But there were so many mistakes in that game. Your linebackers were not coming together at all. And it probably, like this year, play two games, have an open week. Last year, I think the open week probably turned around the season. Yeah, it did. And, then, you know, we – I didn't do a very good job last year that first game, to be honest. We had some guys in spots that I thought could play in those spots, and after that game, we quickly realized they couldn't and, you know, moved them back. But, uh, you know, we got to play better. We can't give up big plays. I know we gave up a big pass play to Amber Crombie in the game. You always, always got to know where he's at. He's a threat to score every time he touches it. Um, you know, we got to take care of the football. And, and I can only remember probably – I can remember two, but I'm sure it's happened more than that. But I can count on one hand how many teams that went 95 yards on us and scored. Um, so, you know, we punt them down there last year, and we had full confidence our defense to get a stop and get the offense the ball back, and we could bleed the clock out. But the Spring Valley made some plays and went down and scored and got a two-point conversion and, um, you know, won the game. But I felt like our kids did a great job of getting back down the field and giving us an opportunity to win. But we just didn't play well. We didn't coach well. And uh, But you got to give Spring Valley some credit, too. They were a good football team. Well, that's the team you're going to see. We're going to step aside and take a break uh, when we come back. It's time for football here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com or come in today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party, or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. 
the Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full-service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute. Taking care of the herd. Taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health. So you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! It's time for Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Tonight's game is brought to you by Dutch Miller Auto Group, Dr. Mark Subic, Marshall Orthopedics, Farmar Stores, Pro Source, State Electric Supply Company, Wendy Schmidt Family Restaurant Group. Now, let's head to the stadium for all of the game action on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Good evening and welcome out to Bob Sang Stadium, the site for tonight's season opener between the defending AAA state champion Huntington Highlanders and the visiting Spring Valley Timberwolves. I'm Christian Palmer and welcome alongside me is my usual commentary partner, Woody Woodrum. Woody, many storylines in this contest that make it intriguing, but first and foremost, it's just good to have football back. Well, absolutely. And last year we called one of the best games we could have ever called. But it just, you know, at the end, it, it, they'd made too many mistakes, went sideways with missed field goal. But Billy Seals is like, hey, we made lots of mistakes all over the place. And after the first two games, they fixed a lot of that. But uh, now we got Johnny I.I. ready to kick deep. Huntington wearing its home green uniform, Spring Valley, and it's away white. I.I. with the boot down the field. Ball is caught around the one-yard line by number one. That is Gabe Dixon, who is brought down. Great special teams coverage by the Highlanders. Yeah, Cam Beasy, starting line, middle linebacker. He was the first man there, and it stopped him dead after about a 14-yard return. So Spring Valley will start its first offensive possession on its own 15-yard line. And Woody, Spring Valley is a team that has had a lot of change from the past year. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, it, it, I thought an interesting thing I looked at, last year you had quarterbacks who threw 
for 5,700 yards and for 3,500 yards. They threw for 45 touchdowns on one side and 62 on the other. Hey, Huntington's quarterback is 8 of 15 tonight. And Mr. Smith, now in a quarterback, Jamison Smith, he was 2 of 3 last year. So the difference in the experience of quarterback, huge this year. Yes, it is. And Spring Valley opening up in a shotgun formation. Manson in motion, handoff up the middle, and the Highlanders make a quick tackle in the backfield. Number number eight in on that stop. Good play there right out of the gate. And that was Jalen Abercrombie with the carry. Yeah, Markel Jones, who was hurt, didn't play until the last game of the season. Played the championship game, had two forced fumbles, recovered one, blocked a, a pass down, and had one tackle. You know, he was like, I'm going to find out if I can play all next year <laughs> tonight. And boy, did he. Got a little bit of everything done in that game. Still scoreless here in the first quarter. Second and 10 for the Timberwolves. Sweep to the far side of the field. Minimal pickup. On second down, Cole Ferguson on the carry. It'll be second, excuse me, third and eight. Nice tackle coming there in the secondary by Khalif Ty, the Wiz, as they call him here. And the second team, all MSAC last year, honorable mention, all state. He's really good. All the defenders are back in the secondary, except that Avante Chandler is now the quarterback. So he will play if he has to play. But most of the time, going to be Mikey Johnson, the basketball player, who's now playing football. The Timberwolves in shotgun formation again. Two receivers to the near side of the field. The pass goes that way. Uh, Initial juggle, but the catch is made by Sam Booth. However, he is dropped down just past the 20-yard line, and that will bring up fourth down. Excellent play there. He was wide open and a good close there by the uh, Highlanders to get there and, and get that play stopped. So about a four-yard pickup makes it fourth and three. Spring Valley back to punt. It is McKeith Riddle. Chest high snap. The kick is blocked, and it's in the hands of Wall Williams. And he's in the end zone. What a way to score the first touchdown of the season. Oh, my goodness. What a job by the interior guys getting there, blocking the punt. I think maybe the punt block was by number 11 for this Highlander team. Nice play by Tavion Wilson. Maybe even with the guys that are here, like the running backs, the receivers, all those guys, Tavion may be the most talented athlete of the entire group. He plays basketball, ran track, runs, you know, plays baseball, and he plays a little bit of football. Aye, aye, on for the PAT. Snap is good. Kick is up, and it is true. Huntington leads 7-0 with 9 minutes and 47 seconds left in the first quarter. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, Of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. 
Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full-service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. Cincinnati Bengals football on Sundays. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back out to Pop Setting Stadium and a big kickoff return down the field by junior Cole Ferguson past midfield just inside of the 40-yard line. An excellent return and after a blocked punt that resulted in a touchdown for Huntington, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better response for Spring Valley, would you? No, absolutely. I mean, I thought the ball was going to go out of bounds, and I thought he'd really made a mistake. But it was an excellent return, and, and he really wasn't hit till he was on the Huntington side of the field. Marcus Slash was there, uh, along with Johnny Ii, who always makes three or four tackles a year. Yep. Picks up his first of the season on that kickoff. Timberwolves will start this possession on the Highlanders' 40-yard line. Smith sends a man in motion. Hands the ball off. Running to the near side of the field is Abercrombie, and he is brought down by a host of Highlanders. Walt Williams was in there along with uh, Harris, and now there's going to be a flag for a celebration penalty, I believe. A lot of trash talking there between Abercrombie and the Highlanders. Yeah, looks like maybe even uh, some trash talking, yes, but I think it might have been a little bit of incidental contact that that caused the flag to be thrown. Taking another look at the tackle on our video stream and just a great team effort by the defense. Yeah, four or five guys in there, but, you know, they waste that by getting the penalty from the line of scrimmage, moves the ball all the way to 25. First and 10. Nine minutes and 25 seconds left in our opening quarter. Huntington leads 7-0. to zero. Timberwolves will set up in shotgun. Two receivers to the near side of the field, one to the far side. Abercrombie gets another handoff, runs to the far side of the field, and is tripped down in the backfield, Zaw Jackson. Woody Zaw used that move all season last year. Just Yeah, he sure did. I mean, he is so good at chopping guys down by getting into their legs. Loss of three on the play. Nice play by Zaw Jackson. People overlook his defense because he's so good at running the ball, running back kicks, running back punts, catching the ball out of the backfield. But he also is a shutdown corner. He and Wayne Harris both. He can cover, he can make tackles, run the ball, catch the ball, do a little bit of everything, and that's why he is getting a lot of interest at the next level. Yeah, he sure should. I mean, I I know he's talked to big programs and small programs alike. Second and 13 for the Timberwolves. Smith takes a shotgun pass, launches the ball down the field, just overthrows his intended receiver. Yeah, zero. Uh, Tate Adkins was the intended receiver, but uh, big rush 
by Markel Jones coming in there from the end position, and he had some serious quarterback pressure. Had to get rid of the ball in a hurry. Did Jamison Smith, the senior quarterback. This is his first year as a starting quarterback for the Timberwolves. Yeah, like I said, he, he's two of three on passing, but he did complete two of those uh, passes for touchdowns. So he ran for about 54 yards on just five carries. And it's a quarterback keeper this time. Right to the far side of the field and picking up a few yards is Liam McGuire. Yeah, and I think they had him in there as a Wildcat quarterback. McGuire able to make his way to the 21-yard line. So he picks up seven, but still going to leave him about six yards short on fourth. Spring Valley offense staying on the field. That doesn't surprise me. And really, there's not many surprises Brad Dingus and Billy Seals have. I mean, those guys are really good friends. And Brad Dingus is one of the guys that we never have any trouble with on getting lineups and things like that. Great coaches. Fourth and six for the Timberwolves. They were going to try to draw Huntington off. It didn't work. No movement at all from the Highlander defense. And what do you know? It's easy to talk about Huntington's offense. So many uh, just eye-popping stats from last season. But the defense played great last season as well. They allowed opposing offenses to score just 13.8 points per game. Yes, I, I mean, that defense was so good. The entire secondary's back. You've got uh, Cam Vesey had 78 tackles last year. Walt Williams, maybe the, the not-talked-about guy on the defense, but 68 tackles. He led the starters with 10 special team tackles last year. And then DeAndre Graves, who we saw line up at nose guard late in the year in two or three games, he Billy really talked about his how his work ethic has kicked in, finally figured out, you know, if I work hard, I can play. It's just a junior, so he's still very young in terms of playing. But he had 22 tackles in just four defensive games last year. And Deidrick, such a strong player as well. Six foot one, 220 pounds, and, junior. And he might be a little bigger than that. I mean, I, he looks like on the field right. to me, I thought he's more like 230, 235 yeah. maybe. So when he comes and hits you at linebacker, you're going to feel it. Oh, God, yeah. So we're still at fourth and six. Eight minutes and 23 seconds left in our opening quarter. Huntington leads 7-0. to zero. 15. Fourth down. Pass for the Timberwolves is going to fall short. The intended pass by Liam McGuire staying in there after he had a successful yeah. run. I don't know that he really – five uh, booth was in the neighborhood, but Cam Vesey was really putting a hit on him as he was trying to get rid of that one. So another stop for the Highlander defense. And how about this, Woody? The offense walks out onto the field for the first time with a lead. Yeah, that's you got to like that. You know, you, you defer and they get a stop, block a kick, get on the board, and now they stop them on fourth down, which was something that, uh, you know, Huntington did pretty good last year, but Spring Valley averaged about 40% on their fourth downs last year. I'm, I was kind of surprised. They must not have the kicker has much range. And penalty flags fly before this play gets underway. 
I, I thought that I saw number three on the defense. That would be Braden Booth. Hop off sides, and yes, that's what it's going to be, a five-yard penalty. So a free five-yard pickup for the Highlanders makes it second and five. Eight minutes and 15 seconds left in the first quarter. Huntington leads 7-0 to zero and looks to extend that now. Shotgun formation, two receivers to the near side of the field, one to the far. A running back to Crawford's right. Now he sends him in motion, pitches it to him. It's Zaw Jackson with the ball. A few Timberwolves meet him in the backfield. Gang tackle by the Timberwolves, dropping Zaw for a one-yard loss. Looked like uh, one of their big inside men got in. Uh, J- Jackson Green, a senior, 6'1", 286 at the nose. And he backs the uh, Highlanders clear back to the 19. Yeah, excuse me. I was looking at the original line of scrimmage. A little yeah. more than a loss of one there. Yeah, they dropped back about seven yards that time. So they're going to have second down, but 12. Now trips receiver set to the far side of the field. Crawford looking that way. Throws the ball, and it's just off of the hands of Jamari Tubbs. I'm telling you, I, you know, Jamari Tubbs did not look the ball into his hands. He was looking upfield and... Think about his next move. First thing you got to do is catch the ball. So with I mean, the incomplete, That's a drop. With the incomplete pass, that brings up third and long for the Huntington offense. Third and 12 to be exact. Seven and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. And a little more miscommunication. Yeah, uh, Marcus Slash, who's new to the team, uh, just a junior, uh, 5'10", 170, but he made an impression. He's now the nickelback, and he's backed up by Tavion Wilson. So that will back the Highlanders up to their own 14-yard line. It is now third and 17. So two penalties so far for minus 20 yards against the Highlanders. This puts them really in some danger here all the way back to the uh, 14-yard line. Another trips receiver set for Huntington High at the far side of the field. Crawford takes the snap, throws the ball, and it's picked off. Intercepting the ball is Sam Booth. Yeah, Booth will wear 55 when he's at his offensive line position. He'll wear five when he's on defense. I don't know. I think I just changed full time. <laughs> there's there's no law against being 50 at a linebacker for sure, and instead of having to change that jersey. But uh, Crawford, you just it's so early. I don't know if he made a bad read or the receiver ran the wrong route. You know, this will be a game which uh, our friends from Kendra Digital are presenting to you. And uh, we'll go back and look at that later. But it gives Spring Valley the ball right back where they were at the 27. And, you know, likely some nerves for Crawford as well. First game is the starting quarterback. Certainly some pressure comes with that. Yep. Spring Valley offense getting set at the line of scrimmage. And it is still McGuire in at quarterback. He has a short hitter on the outside, and running forward for the first down pickup is Cole Ferguson. Almost knocked down by VZ on the blitz when he floated it over. That was exactly where Abercrombie was, where he had been. And 
good stop downfield, but uh, a couple guys had to wrap him up. Uh, Mark Markel Jones was in on that stop. So 15-yard pickup on the play for Spring Valley. Seven minutes to go in the first quarter. The Highlanders lead by a touchdown. McGuire takes the shotgun snap, hands the ball off, and nothing the there. Back is met immediately. And with the carry, that was Garrick McFeely. And McFeely, big kid, 6'2", 218. He ran into a really big kid, 5'10", <laughs> 290. Caillou Jackson with the big stop. Jackson, such an important part of that defensive line, did an excellent job last season. And he is able to get a tackle for loss. And that brings up second and 13. Billy. Billy Seals thinks he's the best defensive tackle in the state. McGuire looks to pass. Almost able to connect, but a tremendous defensive play on the outside. I think that was number six at the time. Harris with the, the strip. Yeah, it's always a little difficult to decipher between the five and the number six. Yep, and yep. They do. They're built almost exactly the same, and it's a, it's hard to see the numbers. They're wearing the white or trimmed in gold and the green jerseys and the gold pants tonight. And I'm seeing now that Harris is at the near side of the field, so that was Zod Jackson with the breakup. Third and 13 for the Timberwolves. McGuire drops back to pass. Looks to his right. It's a short pass intended for Cole Ferguson, but it goes in and out of his hands. Wow. I mean, he just dropped it. That's, uh, you know... Third and 13, you got to pull that one in, catch it, and we, we've seen the Huntington player that did that as well. So, so, hey, it's first game. There's still some jitters. I know they both had scrimmages, but a lot of the scrimmage was the JV teams too. So it's not like they went all night. So we're going to have a field goal attempt here. Let's see if we can catch the number here. I believe that is Riddle on for the kick. 30-yard attempt. Kick is up. And no it is good. no good. Wide left, it looks like. So the Timberwolves, after going for it on fourth down earlier, they elect to go with a field goal this time and still come up empty. Hard to believe. Uh, you know, pretty good rush up front, but certainly weren't really threatened to block. They weren't inside, so. And uh, the Huntington defense has withstood Spring Valley being inside the 20 two times in a row and has gotten stops both times. So the Highlanders will start this drive on their own 20-yard line. Just under six minutes to go in the first quarter. Huntington leads 7-0 over Spring Valley. Crawford sends a man in motion, hands the ball off. It's Saw Jackson cutting to his right. Some quick footwork from Jackson. Gets very close to the first down marker. Depends Sam, on the spot. Sam Booth tripped him up. He was laying on the ground being blocked by one of the offensive linemen and got an arm out of there that kind of tripped up Zaw, but it's a 10-yard gain and a first down. Yeah, just enough to move the chains. Puts the ball right at the 30-yard line. Now trips receiver set to the near side of the field. Crawford takes the shotgun snap. Has some pressure. Trying to get out of it, dragging a defender with him who was holding on to his jersey. He is brought down in the backfield, loses a yard. Yeah, Tucker Hammond got a got about a, a five point six 
six-yard ride there. <laughs> Should have had him in the backfield. It ends up just being a loss of one. And that just goes to show uh, what kind of an athlete that Crawford is. Yeah. You know, was impressed with him, a starter for the football team last year as a sophomore, and got to call a couple of basketball games as well, and he had a few starts in those as well. A great athlete. Yes, he sure is. Plays a multitude of sports here. Soccer, basketball, baseball, football. Some early movement, but no flag thrown. There's a handoff up the middle. It's Zod Jackson making his way to the 35-yard line. Six-yard pickup. That was a good run. Uh, you know, it looked like an inside play, but I was like you. I was just waiting on the flag right. to drop, and the guys in black and white didn't didn't pull the yellow out. So that will bring up third and five for the Highlanders. Four and a half minutes to go in our opening quarter. Saw Jackson averaged 11 yards per carry last year. Right now he's got a couple carries for 16 yards. Crawford sends a man in motion, fakes the handoff to Zaw, tries to throw outside. Oh, what a catch is made by Jamari Tubbs. Hey, all is forgiven by Jamari Tubbs. I mean, he had a defender hanging all over him because the ball was tipped, and he managed, laying on the ground, to pull that in with one hand all the way to the 43-yard line. What a great adjustment and great body control from Tubbs to be able to make that catch. It's about a seven-and-a-half-yard pickup. Ball just past the 42-yard line. Crawford takes the snap, pitches it to the outside. Zaw Jackson looking for some blockers, able to fight forward for a few yards. The runners are, uh, the blockers are really getting out there. They didn't pick everybody up on that play, but it's still, you know, one, two, three, four yards anyhow, and it wasn't even blocked that well, so you'll take that. Yes, I mean, absolutely. Second and six now as the Highlanders are approaching midfield. Two receivers to the near side of the field. McNeely, one of the two, and Harris, the other, but it's a handoff. Zaw with the ball again. Stiff arms a man to the ground. Looks for a few more blockers. Cutting to the near side of the field. Eventually bumped out of bounds at the 36-yard line. He got a heck of a block downfield by his quarterback. Vontae Crawford cleared him out after he stiff-armed a guy right about the line of scrimmage and runs it all the way down to Spring Valley's 36-yard line. Good blocking that time. When the quarterback gets out and blocks for you, you know everybody's getting behind that. Oh, yeah. You got to love that. An 18-yard pickup. For Jackson. He's tearing it up here early. That's four carries for 40 yards. Crawford once again sends a man in motion. It's Harris. Early movement. Yeah. Wait to see who the flag is on. A couple of defenders quickly got into the backfield, but maybe somebody moved in. Huntington's offensive line is standing around like it's against them. Yeah, certainly so, pointing in that direction. Yeah, let's see what they... Okay, it was. Number yeah. three, White. He, I believe he stepped over another time. Braden Booth, that's his second five-yard penalty. So that will make it first and five for the Highlanders. The offense building up some momentum, driving down the field. On the 31-yard line now. Two receivers to the near side of the field, one to the far. 
A running back to Crawford's left. Drops back to pass, rolls to his right, and he is able to find Wayne Harris, who jukes a defender out of his shoes, stiff arms another, and he's in the end zone. Highlight Harris adds another to the reel. You know, it's just some guys have a knack. He turned, knew which way the defender was going behind him as he got it across, then faked the next guy, shoveled off the third guy, and ran it clear across the field another 40 yards in the run. I mean, for a 31-yard touchdown, he probably ran about 50 yards on that play. (laughs) And Harris picks up right where he left off last season, broke the Huntington Highlander single-season school record with 17 touchdown receptions. I.I. on for the PAT. The kick is up, and it is good. With two minutes and 35 seconds left in the first quarter, Huntington leads 14-0 over Spring Valley. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back out to Bob Sank Stadium where a Johnny I.I. kickoff was just booted down the field. And there's a late hit by a player for Hurricane on the far side that may cost him a block in the back and maybe about 10 yards. And unfortunate for the Timberwolves because the return all the way out to the 30-yard line. Landon Miller's making the stop on the uh, special teams play. It's been a mixed result so far, Woody, for the Highlander special teams. You have the block, scoop, and score, but gave up a couple of decent kick returns to start this game as well. Yeah, they have. Uh, I.I.'s just missing. The wind is kind of blowing against him this quarter, and he's he's been inside the 10, but he hasn't gotten into the end zone. This is a 15-yard penalty. I think maybe it's a late hit because the play was way over, and suddenly I saw a green jersey going flying the other way, and it's a 15-yard penalty. And I just glanced over to one of our friends with the video stream, and he nodded his head. Yes, he believed that was a late hit as well. So the Timberwolves will start this drive on their own 15-yard line. And what a beautiful picture we have right now from the booth, Woody for as worrisome as the weather was today, an excellent showing for the season opener. And back in at quarterback is Jamison Smith. Lots of ball down the field, but ball's incomplete. Yeah, uh, Zah Jackson was kind of hooked up with the receiver as they were both trying to get some free, and he got a hand up but couldn't pull the ball in. Looked like maybe he was throwing to number eight, Garrett Wagner. 
So that will bring up second and 10 for the Timberwolves. And just took uh, another glance at the penalty, and I believe that was J Anthony Grimes of the Timberwolves. So the ball still on the 15 after the incomplete pass, second and 10. Smith still in a quarterback. Takes the snap and hands the ball off. And quickly, the Huntington defense swallows up the ball carrier. Yeah, it looked like Walt Williams kind of sliced in there. Number 22 got the carry that time for Spring Valley, and that is uh, Miguel Kane. Uh, but a pretty good gain there out to about 22, so about seven yards. So that will make it third and three for the Timberwolves. Offense really could use something here. Already down two scores, 14 to nothing, just under two minutes to go in the first quarter. This would be another big stop if Huntington can force them to pump from deep in their own territory. Smith takes the snap, hands the ball off, and it is Kane again trying to fight for the first down. And I he, believe he got it. Yeah, his extra effort was fantastic. Might have bobbled the ball a little bit. I know I saw Walt Williams get there first. I'm not sure he made the tackle. So enough yardage to move the chains. Gives the Timberwolves a fresh new set of downs. One minute and 20 seconds left in the first quarter. Picked up a couple yards there to move it to the 28. Spring Valley breaks its huddle. Two receivers to each side of the field. And a back to Smith's left. Fakes the handoff. Keeps it himself, but not able to find much space. Picks up about a yard up the middle. Looks like Wyatt Adkins down on the bottom of the pile with uh, someone who lost her helmet for just a minute. Number 21, Marshall Christus playing that defensive end. He has to go off the field. And yeah, there's couple, an injured player. Yeah, a couple of medical trainers for Spring Valley sprinting onto the field to take care of an injured Timberwolf. So with the stoppage in play, we will step aside for a quick break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health, so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the Tri-State. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Oraberg Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! This is Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back out to Bob Sang Stadium. 45 seconds left in the first quarter. Huntington leads 14-0 over Spring Valley. 
An injured player helped off the field. That was Jackson Green of Spring Valley. Yeah, listed as a starter at nose guard, back up on the offensive line. He'd be quite a loss for them. Second down for the Timberwolves, and it is McGuire back to pass. He is able to connect with his intended receiver, Jalen Abercrombie, for the first down and a couple more yards. He's brought down at the 40-yard line and 11-yard pickup. And Mikey Johnson, the safety, got the tackle there, but Abercrombie's the real deal, and, and I know Huntington knows that. He's a guy that uh, was caught 18 passes, 374 yards, four touchdowns. He ran the ball 28 times for 230. That's eight yards to carry and had one touchdown. And he was named first team all MSAC and was special honorable mention on the AAA team. So he's a great athlete. And lined up in the slot on this first and 10. However, it's a handoff. It's Kane getting the carry, running to his right. Picks up about a yard on first down, make it second and nine. Cam Vizi in there to end up that play. And somebody's got their jersey rolled up. And I that's, think it might be DeAndre uh, Graves was also in. And that is the end of the first quarter. After one, Huntington leads 14-0 over Spring Valley. We're going to step aside for another short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Windy Strawberry Frosty is back for the summer. Because if it's summertime, it's frosty time. Beach time. Frosty time. Tea time. Me time. Frosty time. Treat yourself to Wendy's Strawberry Frosty this summer and make time for Frosty time. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Now open till midnight or later. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Hours may vary. High school football is back here in the Tri-State. And Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat. Check out the inventory and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. Like us on Facebook. Just search ESPN Radio 94.1 FM at AM 930. Second quarter just about to begin here at Bob Sang Stadium. Huntington currently leads Spring Valley 14-0. Spring Valley offense trotting back out onto the field. Looking to get some points on the scoreboard, Woody. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, They've been bottled up pretty much all game. Uh, Abercrombie has broken loose a little bit, but hasn't been able to get it in the end zone. So second and nine for the Timberwolves. Ball just touching the 41-yard line. Knows of the football, that is, but it's just about to move as penalty flags. This one will be on Huntington High. Lined up off sides that time, I believe, and in the neutral zone, minus five for Huntington. And so that will place the ball on the 46-yard line, second and five for the Timberwolves. Shotgun formation for the Timberwolves. It's McGuire taking the snap and handing the ball off. Not much of anything going on that play. Yeah, it was 22 getting the carry there. Uh, Miguel Kane again. 
So no pickup. Stopped right at the line of scrimmage. That will bring up third and five. Robbie Martin. First time we called his name on a stop tonight. Uh, no gain on the place. So a third and five. I'll tell you, I mean, when you look at Jackson, Wyatt Adkins, and Robbie and Aaron McPherson, that is a big front four staring you down. Yes, I believe everyone on the O-line, or excuse me, D-line, uh, over six foot tall. And it's a quarterback keeper this time, McGuire, keeping it, running to the far side of the field, picks up a first down and more, finally knocked down at the 46-yard line. It's a nine-yard pickup. Cam Vizzi makes the stop, but not before the quarterback got the first down in Highlander territory at the 46. Spring Valley making a couple of substitutions, or that might have just been McGuire actually running to the sideline to get the play call. <laughs> hey, it's the first game for them, too. That's right. Interesting, Spring Valley going back and forth with the quarterbacks. Yes, we didn't expect that. First and 10, McGuire takes the snap, heaves one down the field, and the ball lands out of bounds. Pass was intended for Colton Caldwell. A little fencing down there out of uh, number five. Getting, <laughs> explaining to the coaches what he was doing, <laughs> Zah Jackson. But I'm okay when both players are playing the ball, which is what, what was going on there. Oh, yeah. You should not throw a flag on no. that. A little contact's bound to yep. happen here. Yeah, exactly. So with the incomplete pass, that brings up second and 10. Game clock has stopped with 10 minutes and 41 seconds left in the second quarter. I, you know, I mean, Brad Dingus has coached a lot more football than I ever will, but I just don't understand mixing the quarterbacks in the middle of drives and plays. So Kane gets the handoff, running at the right side of the line, able to pick up a yard and picked up off by his uh, opposite number 22 Walter Williams the third Walt really a tremendous player on this defensive side 68 tackles 10 tackles on special teams last year he forced two fumbles he picked up two fumbles uh, had one and a half quarterback sacks and three and a half tackles for loss outstanding player and already a touchdown this season a scoop and score yes. early in the first quarter after yeah, a blocked right. punt it was Johnny on the spot on that play. Third and nine for the Timberwolves as they break their huddle. Three receivers to the near side of the field. Whistle blown, but I do not see any flags. No, I didn't see anybody move. Maybe all oh, the clock's on zero, though. Ah. So, delay of game. Clock hiding from us just a bit in our broadcast location. So that will back the Timberwolves up right to the 50-yard line. And now both teams jogging toward the sideline, so it appears as though someone has requested a timeout. Maybe so, 9.48. I, I thought the officials would probably take the extra timeout for water tonight, but, you know, it's cooled down some, but you've got to be smart on the sideline. You've got to drink plenty of fluids they're going to push some ice towels yep. at them keep them cool because you know Huntington has practiced and coach Billy Seals saying basically they're killing me uh, you know he gets up at 5 a.m. to come in here he's vice principal to about 3 30 in the afternoon and he heads over here like the players do for practice 
And then after he looks at film, he, he says he's been getting to bed at 9 or 10. Oh, gosh. And right back up at 5 because they just can't go in those 95-degree heats. I, I was here on Thursday, and I parked my car right over here by the fence mm-hmm. and just walked into the turf. When I got back in my car to move it, <laughs> it read 104 on my car thermometer. Oh, my. That was setting on the asphalt parking lot, but it was also the turf just like about five eight yards away was reflecting the heat and you'd stand on it and it was really hot, but it hadn't had all day to heat because we had about a half a day sunshine yesterday and that, but they still went out in shorts, no pads at all, just helmets and shorts. Hey, that's dedication right there. And yep. we really did luck out with some good weather this evening. You know, some lightning yes. strikes a few hours ago. And at one point we were worried would this game be able to get in. And now we're sitting here looking at a beautiful sunset. It's the third offside penalty against Spring Valley. Here they go. Third and 14. McGuire back to pass. Almost able to connect with Abercrombie over the middle. I think the pass might have been just slightly behind him. Well, there was a quarterback pressure by number eight. Markel Jones put the pressure. I think he threw the ball before he was ready. And then there was great coverage in the secondary by Mikey Johnson and Khalif Ty were all over. Abercrombie, and why would you, you, you'd have to get on Abercrombie. He's the guy that can break one on you. He is their man on offense. And the punter late out onto the field. But Riddle able to get there in time, takes the snap, gets the kick off. Almost a block there. Number 13, Mikey Johnson just missed it. He didn't really get to full extend as he got it off the blocker. I think if he had room for a couple more steps, it looked like a dunk. And uh, we haven't really talked too, too much about Mikey. So this is his first year playing football for the Highlanders, played basketball the first three years. And Woody, he's got to be immediately one of the best athletes on the team. No question about it. I mean, he is a superb athlete. You watch him in practice. And, I mean, his leaps are crazy for a football player. But he's got those basketball hops, and that's what he's used to playing. So he's going to be a huge help to this team for sure, I think. It's a shame. He's just a senior now. <laughs> like to have him two years oh, ago. Oh, gosh, yeah. Huntington's offense back out onto the field. Crawford sends a man in motion, hands the ball off, and a bunch of space up the middle. Uh, it's the Edric Graves. One man to beat. Tries to stiff arm, and he's in the end zone. What a run for Dietrich Graves, 78 yards to the house. I didn't think the player was close to him from about the 20 in, and he finally got mixed up with him. But the block downfield, if you watch the replay, Wayne Harris exploded into the safety and wiped him out of the picture. And so Graves only had one player to beat, kept his feet, and got into the end zone. And after pretty much every score this evening, yep. the stands are shaking. I think we might have had a penalty. Oh, no. Did not see the laundry on the field. But da- back down there to the line of scrimmage. Yep. Right in the area where you would guess offensive holding. And it was offsides. The penalty is declined. Oh. Touchdown stands. Wow. <laughs> there were some breathless moments yes. there. Oh, especially Diedrich. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> that was the run of my life. The score comes with nine minutes and 22 seconds left yeah, in the one, first half. One play, 
78 yards, 17 seconds. Aye, <laughs> aye, on for the PAT. Jackson Hatfield to hold. Snap is good. The kick is up. And it is good. With nine minutes and 22 seconds left in the second quarter, Huntington leads 21-0 over Spring Valley. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football. And remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full-service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. The Drive with Paul Swan, weekdays at 5. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Nine minutes and 22 seconds left in the first half of action in this opening week of West Virginia high school football matchup. Huntington currently leads Spring Valley 21-0. to zero. And with the win, Johnny Ayai puts the kick into the end zone, and they'll start first and 10 at the 20. And that's a big difference because, as you said, a couple of really good kickoff returns by Hurricane. But once you give Johnny the win, it's uh, getting in the end zone. Yep. Aye, aye. Certainly a very solid and reliable kicker for the Highlanders. You know, a lot of high school teams, they never know what you're going to get when attempting a field goal. But aye, aye, you can rely on. Yep. He, was, he had 16 kicks into the end zone last year, and he was really held back by an injury that he had in soccer. He even missed the Beckley game where uh, <laughs> Tavion was happy. Tavion Wilson went 10 for 10 on field goal or extra points there and set a school record. <laughs> yeah, the, the night he misses, of course, 10 extra points. And for the Timberwolves, another change at quarterback and almost picked off as – he launched the ball down the field. Jamison Smith back in the game for the yep. Timberwolves. Broken up by Mikey Johnson, and that time you saw the leap that he had. Yes. He was way up in the air. There was no chance that ball was going to get into the hands of number seven, Cole Ferguson. And really uh, a great spot for Johnson as well. Put him back there at safety. Kind of just let him play center field a little yep. bit and use his athleticism. Use his athleticness to just re read and react. Second and 10. It seems like we've had that a lot for the Valley tonight. They are definitely in a rebuilding mode, I think. And the second and 10 handoff goes to Abercrombie. Nothing doing on the short side of the field. Tries to change direction and head the other way, but he is dropped in the backfield. Yeah, they had a lot of pressure up front, and when he reversed, he ran right into number four, Cam Vizi. <laughs> who said, no, no, that's my number. Lost <laughs> all the way back to the 16-yard line. Loss of four. So we'll bring up third and 14. 
And the Timberwolves really just need something positive offensively to build some confidence. And yes. Third and 16 or 14 is not it. No, it certainly is not. And you're throwing one of your, you know, not as experienced quarterbacks in a passing situation. Smith back to pass. Throws across his body a dime. Oh, the ball is dropped. It's a fumble. It's a mad scramble for the ball at midfield, and Huntington jumps on it. Landon Miller with the pick. Not sure who stripped the ball away. I didn't see that on the play. We'll take another look at that right now. There was a flag down in the backfield. It was a great pass and great vision. And I think that might have been Mikey Johnson that freed the ball loose. Okay. Well, Huntington will surely not take that penalty because the ball will go to them. Right. Unless it's a penalty on Huntington, which it appears to be. So the officials still. And a 15-yard penalty gives uh, Spring Valley a first down. Yep. The officials finally placing the ball down on the field. Landon Miller was the guy who came up with the ball, and we thought maybe force fumble for Mikey, but doesn't go that way with penalty in the backfield. So first and 10 for the Timberwolves now. The ball on their own 31-yard line. The Wolves break their huddle with just over eight minutes to go in the first half. Huntington leads 21 to zero. They have a first down thanks to the penalty at 31. Smith with a quick hitter to the near side of the field and great tackling by the Huntington defense. Zaw Jackson in on the tackle right at the line of scrimmage. Abercrombie just couldn't get any momentum started there and Zod Jackson, he is absolutely as good a tackler as I've seen in playing corner. Probably going back to guys like Reggie Jowles and and some of the great corners that play for the Thundering Herd. Uh, uh, Lucky Charms, Danny Derricott <laughs> was always a nose for the ball back in his playing day. And he's just so quick and takes your legs out. I mean, there's, yes. there's almost nothing to do to be able to stay standing. And it's a handoff on second and long the wolves able to push forward for a minimal gain a couple yards yeah. it is kane on the carry kane on the carry bottom of the pile is number eight markel jones but there were about five or six guys there and it's a three yard pickup that'll make it third and seven there are a lot of large bodies colliding up on that offensive line we knew hurricane had some size there Yes, right. Bryce Castor's 265, 253 on Pratt, the center, and 245 on Mike Shy, the left tackle. Yeah, Spring Valley, always uh, a ground and pound team, so it always expects some big guys up front. Smith, back to pass. Big pressure. Running for his life, and he is brought down in the backfield. A sack for the Highlander defense, forces fourth down. I believe it was 22, Walt Williams, and 20, Landon Miller. So that will bring up fourth down. Midway through the second quarter, just under six minutes to go in the half. 
Yeah, he lost three yards on that, so he lost the yards they gained. Riddle back to punt. The Highlanders have been getting great pressure so far. Pressure again, oh. almost able to block the football for a second time. Ball backs up, though, to about the 47-yard line. Not as good a kick. Yeah, that took a Highlander bounce back toward midfield. That was Walt Williams nearly had that one. So Huntington will start this drive on its own 47-yard line. Five and a half minutes left in the first half. Just a 22-yard punt. The Highlanders huddling up on the sideline. You know, I say most teams would come out and go 529. We're up three scores. Let's just pound it down there and try to get another one. They're liable to go up top right away. I mean, this team could score in a hurry. Yeah, quick strike was the definition of Huntington's offense last year, Woody. Yeah, and the last play we saw was a 78-yard touchdown. There's a flag call. Uh, Vontae Crawford on the play that Gavin Locko likes so much, the quarterback draw was really well set up. He had a lot of room between him and the safeties. I was just going to say that. appeared as though he might have been able to house that one. Yep. The penalty on the Highlanders. Coming on at McPherson. Backs the ball to the 42-yard line. Five-yard loss. First and 15. Huntington ahead 21 to 0. And really, this could be a big touchdown, Woody. Three scores, you know, it, it can be a little misleading. If you give a touchdown back, then bam, it's a new ball game. Go up by four, and, and you're looking good. And looking good in the backfield is Zod Jackson. Just beautiful footwork by him. He's able to get past the original line of scrimmage. Six yard pickup, second and nine. He's tackled down by number six, Logan Harris, but that was the thing. Crawford again picking up a block. He got a block also out of number 10, Malik McNeely, another receiver. And that play should have been stopped for a loss. And he gets it back up and over the uh, to the 48, so gain of six. Second and nine for the Highlanders. Crawford takes the shotgun snap, looks for Zaw again to the near side of the field. Zaw reels in the reception, but he is brought down in the backfield. It's a loss of... Three yards, that'll bring up third and 12. Yeah, you hate to complete one and have a, have a loss on it, but. And excuse me, uh, the ball actually moved up an extra yard, so it will be third and 11. Four minutes and 45 seconds left in the first half. Huntington looking to extend its three-touchdown advantage. Crawford takes the snap, looks to pass, looking downfield, heaves the ball down the field. His receiver tripped up and fell down. The ball intercepted. There's a flag on the field, so hold everything. I believe the defender tripped accidentally, not on purpose. Of course. But uh, he tripped Jamari Tubbs, and the flag came from the back judge who had it all the way. And that was Garrett Wagner with the interception. We'll see if it stands. Pass interference. Called on the Timberwolves. On the Timberwolves, yeah. that's uh, Sometimes they get the call right. 
I got a lot of special friends out there. They always <laughs> like getting dogs. So, yeah, my my dad has uh, ref just about everything over the years umpired baseball, and he always says half the people there don't like every call you make. So, can't make everybody happy. So, with the penalty, Huntington has a new fresh set of downs. Yeah, a little luck comes your way every now and then. So that. That was an accidental trip, to be sure, too. Zaw gets the handoff, running to the far side of the field, has some space. Oh, a great tackle made in the open field by Abercrombie. Yeah, you know, he's a guy like Zaw that can bust it and take it, and he he went low on the legs and got him down. Those, those guys should be out teaching other defensive backs how to <laughs> yes. play the game. Have a little off-season camp. Yeah, maybe. there you go. <laughs> Six-yard pickup for Zaw makes it second and four. Just under four minutes to go in the first half of play. Spring Valley looking for a stop. Shotgun formation, two receivers to the near side of the field. Crawford sends a man in motion, pitches it outside. It's Mikey Johnson with the ball. Picks up some blockers, runs to the outside. Is able to knife his way right to the 20-yard line and another flag. I think we've got a late hit being called on Braden Booth, who... After Mikey Johnson was bunched out by uh, number six, then three came in late with him, and he was out of bounds. Now, it could be a hold, too, but I just thought the, the hit was a, a little unnecessary there by three. And they're going to wave it off. I, mm. I can live with that. It wasn't. <laughs> it was close. It yeah, was close. it wasn't. A, he didn't have the helmet down. He, you know, he was chasing, trying to make the tackle, yep. and sometimes your momentum carries you. But it is a first down on a gain of 13 yards. And these are two rivals, so what do you expect? Sure. First and 10 with the ball on the 20-yard line. Crawford takes the snap, fakes the handoff, and throws a slant pass connecting with Harris over the middle. It's a five-yard pickup. They might give him six on the play. Wait to see where the ball is spotted. Now right at five yards. Second and five at the 15-yard line with just about three minutes to go here before halftime. Seems like Huntington has had the ball all night. It really does. Kind of the opposite of last year. They would, they would have very short yeah. possessions, but score on most of them. Second and five, Crawford takes the snap, hands the ball off. It's Deidre Graves running up the middle. He's able to pick up the first down. Gets inside the 10-yard line. It'll be first and goal at the 8-yard line. 65 got their first coming, chasing the play, Braden Casto, and then some of the linebackers, and it looked like maybe number six was in, uh, Logan Harris on the stop. But it's first and goal now at the 8. 7-yard pickup for Graves. Graves having a good night tonight. I'm glad to see he's a, he's a fun kid to be around. And a tremendous athlete. And, you know, with him and Sawzall, that gives you a bit of thunder and lightning. Crawford rolling to his right, looking to the end zone. Tried to find Harris, unable to do so, but a flag is thrown. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. Well, we know Harris is very tough to defend. And, and it is on the Hurricane 6. And he is able to... Draw the penalty in the end zone. I thought he was going to catch a ball around his back. He actually had his arms around number six back, Logan Harris, and the ball bounced out. 
I mean, he almost made what would be the highlight of the night. Mm-hmm. It's a half the distance penalty, I believe, down to the four. Two and a half minutes left so in the first half. First to go with the four now. Crawford takes the snap, hands the ball off. It's Graves again. He's in the end zone. Easy touchdown. Graves with his second of the game, and Huntington leads 27-0. to zero. Well, Mr. Graves with a really good start for the Grave Digger, and uh, <laughs> he is looking like the back we all thought he could be a couple years ago when we first saw him. Uh, he's he, Like I say, he's a great kid to be around, and he's just a junior now. He's going to make a tremendous fullback for somebody or a linebacker. I on for the PAT. His kick is up, and it is good. With two minutes and 20 seconds left in the first half, Highlanders lead 28-0. to zero. We're going to step aside for another short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health, so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! Marshall Thundering Herd Football on Saturdays. Huntington Highlanders Football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome out, back out to Bob Sank Stadium and another exciting kickoff return. Cole Ferguson almost able to run that one all the way back. Finally brought down. On the 19-yard line by the Highlanders kicker, Johnny Ai. Well, what a good athlete he is. And he looked like a soccer player going for a breakup. He ran, changed the field, kind of used the sideline to force the runner to come to him and made the tackle to 19. Otherwise, it's a 97-yard kickoff return for touchdown. Now, the Highlanders' defense has a big task on their hands, trying to no doubt. halt the Timberwolves again, which... They've been able to be a stingy defense up to this point. Timberwolves still scoreless. Just over two minutes to go in the first half. Spring Valley breaks its huddle. And Liam McGuire is in the game at quarterback. And I believe a timeout has been requested. I think Spring Valley probably took a timeout here, but we... We can keep it here. They're out of timeouts, as a matter of fact. So they want to make sure they get the right play here. And I don't oh, blame yeah. them. You got a chance to maybe score after a big return. I mean, that was excellent. Yeah, very crucial possession here for the Timberwolves. Want to get some points on the board and chip away at this Huntington four-touchdown advantage. And it appears as though, Woody, that the Highlanders' offense is just, just getting going. Yeah. 
you'd like to slow them down a bit if you can. And, and they took the time out just to catch your breath, make sure they, because like Huntington, I'm sure there are a lot of starters on special teams. Yep. And, uh, you know, let them catch your breath and then get ready to try to put the ball in the end zone. I mean, 28 7 is much better than 28 0. Both teams back out onto the field. First and 10 for the Timberwolves. They missed their only scoring chance when a field goal went wide left. So, like to get some here before the half. McGuire takes the snap, hands the ball off to Kane, running to the left side of the line. I think and that it, was a different back, 36, yeah, Cam Purdue. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, he wasn't on anything that we had, but they said the, the starters were kind of made up. Brad was going to just get a feel for it if he could <laughs> during the game. Five-yard pickup, though. Second and five for the Timberwolves. Ball on the 14-yard line. Purdue gets the ball again, running to the left side of the line. A tough runner is yes, Purdue. He is. he is brought down at the 11-yard line. Three-yard pickup. 55, Aaron um, steps up, and Aaron McPherson makes a tackle. He got some help from number four, uh, Cam Vesey. So that will bring up third and two for the Timberwolves. Purdue with a couple of solid runs. Will they go to him again in the short yardage? No. It's a jet sweep to the outside. Abercrombie running to the far side of the nope. field. He's brought down in the backfield. Fumble. Fumble. And well, I, bl uh, I believe number one. Uh, for Huntington, Wiz pulled it out after the whistle yep. had blown because he was going backwards. The clock's still running, though. I guess the loose ball doesn't completely stop the clock. But now Spring Valley's clear back to the 15 with no timeouts. Yeah, they got a hustle. 30 seconds left in the half. Fourth and six. McGuire takes the snap, looks down the field for the end zone, and the pass falls incomplete. Almost able to connect with Cole Ferguson. Knocked away down there. Uh, I couldn't tell. Six. Harris was there. Also one uh, tie. And 13. Uh, Johnson were all there, but that takes the ball away with 16 seconds. Spring Valley, the timeout situation cost them because they had some time, had to use a couple early. And you hate that because you, you would like to have been able to let the clock run all the way down, take a timeout, and then put the chip shot field goal up. Yep. Yes, it has been a struggle up to this point for the Timberwolves. A couple of very solid returns, especially on the last kickoff, yep. setting you up you know, pretty much right in the red zone, but unable to move the ball much further after that. First and 10 for the Highlanders, 16 seconds left in the half. This is, looks like the victory formation here. Uh, and now Huntington wants a timeout. So head coach Billy Seals requests the timeout with 16 and a half seconds left. I mean, maybe got time mm -hmm. to try to heave the ball down the field or draw up a, a run where you think you could create a big hole. It, it was uh, a formation really I was unfamiliar with, and, and it looked like the kids were, so I – I think there was probably some miscommunication there. Right. You don't. The last thing you want to do is take a dumb penalty that backs you up, where maybe a fumble gets returned for a touchdown or something. A hundred percent. Yeah, a little bit in the the danger zone. Backed up this far. Want to make sure all the communication is clear. 
offensive line this year, 73, Robbie Martin at left tackle, 55, Aaron Pearson at left guard, 71, Malachi Sellers is the center, 65, Will Elk is third year of getting starts, and 62, Wyatt Adkins. Strong bunch. Crawford takes a snap and takes a knee, so that will do it for the first half of action and a great start to the season for the defending AAA state champions. The Huntington Highlanders lead 28-0 over Spring Valley at the half. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba Communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! High School Football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, Of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full-service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! It's time for the Highlanders Halftime Report with a recap of first half action on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
Welcome back inside of the broadcast booth here at Bob Sang Stadium. It is halftime and Huntington leads 28-0 over the Spring Valley Timberwolves. I'm Christian Palmer, welcomed alongside by Woody Woodrum. And Woody, pretty much everything going right for the Highlanders in the first half. I'll tell you what, yeah, you know, and, and I mean, people I've talked to about the game coming up, they told me, they said, look, Spring Valley is very much in a rebuilding mode this year. They've only got eight seniors, which Brad Dingus talked about in the paper today. Uh, if you didn't go out and get a paper today, do it. If you're a high school football fan or just a football fan, the tabs in there and the Herald Dispatch and Gazette Mail are really well done by all the folks up there. But, you know, it's it, Spring Valley has just been so good under Brad Dingus. They have not missed the playoffs since he became the head coach in 2008. Now, they went through a long string, I know, Phil Ratliff was part of it, Don Money, and, of course, I did those games then, and uh, they kept losing in the first round of the playoffs. I was losing, good. losing. Yeah. Dingus finally got a win about his fourth or fifth year in, about 2012 or 13. He had a couple more, and then they got the roll, 2016, 17, 18, when they were, you know, in, in the finals three years against teams. They never got the title, but, hey, getting there is pretty darn important too. Right. I mean, Huntington had been there twice since 2013 and you know, they, they, everything fell right for them last year, which was amazing. I mean, good coaching, good playing and, and you know, some breaks here and there and they got all the way to the title. Like I said, in the early part of the season, it looked like it was going to be a train wreck. Yeah. So, you know, there's still time at this, even the first game where you're rebuilding, we've seen Brad Dingus throw different quarterbacks. He's run maybe five, six, seven guys with the ball. And so he's Try, trying to figure out what yep. works. And, you know, I really like Camber Dew came in there when they were down in the red zone. And that kid was running hard. And then they went away from it, went back to the pass. And Huntington was just all over it. I, it's a tough secondary to throw against, especially when they're in nickel. That puts either uh, Marcus uh, uh Dean or Tavion Wilson in there as nickel to just add that package or both of them if you go to a dime. So, and they're getting pressure with three men up front. The three linebackers have made a lot of tackles. Cam Vesey, Walt Williams, I mean, and the uh, Edric Graves. And then we've also seen Landon Miller, Tavian Wilson flying around. So that's the nice thing for Billy Seals is he's not only got an outstanding first team, he's got a lot of backups as the second teamers. Harry Wallace, old buddy from Winfield, graduated with my <laughs> brother Jim, just stopping by here. Harry's coaching somebody, I'm sure, I don't know who exactly, but he's probably here scout one one or both of these teams. Man, I, I hope that one day my, my name can carry as much cachet as yours does, Woody. I mean, <laughs> well, like every couple minutes somebody's walking by the booth waving at you, <laughs> trying to reach their hand in, get a fist bump or a high five, get some love from you. It just means you've been around a while. That's all that <laughs> that's means. Right, that's right. Well, we mentioned it is 28 to nothing. We will tell you how we got to this point. It was a quick start for the Highlanders defense and special teams. Forced a three and out and then blocked a punt. And Walt Williams with the scoop and score to put the Highlanders up seven to zero. And then after that, the Highlanders had an eight play 80 yard drive that was capped off with a 31 yard touchdown by Wayne Harris, his first of the season. Had such a great year last year, 17 touchdown receptions. Already has one early this year. And then the next scoring drive for Huntington High. It was a one-play 78-yard run 
by Edric Graves all the way to the house. We thought for a moment that the run might have been coming back. There was a flag at the line of scrimmage, but the penalty was on Spring Valley. So Dietrich able to keep the touchdown and then added on another one on a 10-play, 53-yard drive capped off with another Graves touchdown, the Grave Digger, with a great first half, Woody. Yep, uh, so a lot of fun. We'll, uh, we'll let you uh, hear from one of the players. Coming up here at halftime, Robbie Martin's going to sit down with me and talk a bit, and then we'll get the scores before we get back to the game. You're listening and the halftime show here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health, so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba Communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, Of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party, or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full-service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. 
This is Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's halftime here at Huntington High's opening game, the city championship against Spring Valley. And one of the guys that uh, has been a key player for Huntington for the last three years, Robbie Martin, is uh, with us here at halftime to talk a little bit about what's going on with him and what's going on with uh, uh, the Highlanders this year. Robbie? You got 31 starts in your life last two years, 28 straight. Uh, you've played center, you've played left tackle, and you've played defensive tackle and end. Uh, which which position do you really like the best of all those? Uh, I like center and um, D tackle, but I do like offensive tackle as well. Um, I think in college, like at the next level, I'll play an inside type of um, O-lineman. So um, I do like getting reps at the center to prepare me for the next level. Yeah, you played, what, three games last year at center and a Midland game, a couple, some playoff games. And and I thought what you did against Midland was amazing. Didn't have a bad snap or anything in a, in a big rivalry game. Yeah, it was just kind of just all mental. Um, I knew if I just didn't worry about it, I'd be okay. And I wouldn't really have to worry if I just snapped it and just blocked. Something else you didn't want to worry about was where you were going to college. And just before the season started and you guys started practicing, getting ready for tonight's game, um, you had to make a commitment to somebody. And uh, NC State, which I've seen you with a little bit of Wolf Pack swag here uh since then and what was it about north carolina state uh you know that really kind of sold it for you um i felt like they were bought in on me and they took a chance on me so if they were gonna buy into me i thought i should make a decision to go there um a great program with um great coaches so i felt like i made the right decision yeah you know and and you 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 had well over 40 or 50 offers all all over the place from West Virginia State to whoever. And uh, it's nice because you know, you know, Raleigh's not a really long way from Huntington, so your family, that'll certainly give them a chance to come down and see you play in the ACC. Yeah, um, I think they will be able to um, come see me play. I think that it's not too far, but it's not the closest, so like it's kind of in the middle, so I think it'll work itself out. Yeah, you know, if you chose Southern Cal or something, that would have been a little tough for them. So, uh, but uh, talk a little bit about the offensive line this year. You've got some uh, new new guys on there, but it, it's kind of strange. You've also got guys who played some last year, like uh, Malachi Sellers played three games and then got hurt, and Wyatt Adkins really didn't start playing until the last six games of the year. And, and started at left guard. Now he's at right tackle this year. Well, Elk has played. He's was a starter last year. And the guy lining up beside you, and it it's just you two years ago, isn't it? Kind of with Aaron uh, McPherson. Except, you know, I I've never seen a player go from three forty five to two ninety in a year, and it's uh, uh, fifty pounds of weight loss. And move it into a starting position. Talk a little bit about Aaron and what you've been able to kind of mentor him as a sophomore. Um, I think that he has a chance to be really good. He just has to keep working and not worry about the outside noise. Just kill the noise and just go hard and play hard. And I feel like as long as he does that, he can be successful and a good football player. 
What is it that makes this line? You guys know you have some skilled people who can just devastate teams. And it's just a matter of giving the new quarterback, Avante Crawford, enough time to throw. Uh, why do you got, Why do the five of you across that front fit so well together, Robbie? Um, I think we have good chemistry together, but we're going to have to go out there and show it. Um, I also feel that we got to take in consideration that um, people think we're going to be the weak link and the first to mess up. So we're gonna, we got to prove them wrong, and we got to ground and pound. Yeah, because it, it, Spring Valley is similar to the Huntington defense, the 3-3 three, three stack a lot of the times. And uh, they've got some outstanding guys up front. You know, they, they go like 245, 252, and 285. So it, 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 at least the starters are going to be a handful for you guys. Yeah, um, I think that if we just get out there early and we be physical real quick. I think that we can have a good chance and an upper hand as long as we go out there and be physical. Well, and that's true. And, and you know, when you're over on the defensive side, you know, the same folks are lining up around you. But you got Marshall Christus, who uh, played last year, had 15 tackles. You got Christian Saunders, played last year, had 32 tackles. Uh, Markel Jones didn't play except for the title game. He went out and got two fumbles and and uh, recovered them and got a tackle. I, that's amazing. They missed the whole season. We got to play there. And then guy that Coach Seals calls the glue for the defensive front, the defense as a whole, Caillou Jackson, if t- 5'10", 290. This guy just – most teams see him on film, and I don't know if they think they can beat him, but they're pretty quickly realizing they better double team against Caillou. Yeah, he's – Hard person to block. One of the hardest person I think I've ever had to block. I think that he's big. Um, he's good with his hands. Um, he has quick hands. So those are things you gotta watch. But yeah, he's really good. So, and I feel like one of the best D tackles to play here. He's definitely up there. Um, very physical guy. I know. You know, sixty-one tackles for him last year. Uh, you had 38 tackles, seven tackles for loss, and you led the team with 16 quarterback hurries and the blocked uh, point after touchdown last year. I know in this defense, a lot of times you guys take on blockers and it kind of leaves linebackers free to run and make like Canvese, 78 tackles last year, and a couple of the seniors last year were up around 100 tackles. And that that's the way this defense works best is it, if you can get them getting two guys on Caillou and maybe two guys on you, it, it might give the linebackers a chance to be free and roam around. Yeah, I think as long as we do what we're coached to do and we, we squeeze and we spill like we're supposed to, I feel like our linebackers can come free and make some plays, and we're going to be able to make some plays as well. So I just think it's all about doing what we're coached to do. As long as we do that on the defensive side, we should be pretty good in the offensive side as well. Robbie, thank you. We appreciate it. We're going to take a break right here. When we come back, it'll be time for second half football. Spring Valley at Huntington here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, Of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. 
Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health, so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the Tri-State. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Oraberg Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. Cincinnati Bengals football on Sundays. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Second half of football just about to get underway here at Bob Sang Stadium. The Huntington Highlanders lead Spring Valley Timberwolves 28-0. I'm Christian Palmer, welcomed alongside by Woody Woodrum. Woody, basically everything going the Highlanders' way in the first half, and they will get the ball to start the second half. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, uh, talk about things going well. Uh, they they lead in just about every category you could look at in the ball game, and uh, you know some tough penalties against both teams, but that you expect that to happen in the first game of the year. Oh, I mean, certainly. It's always going to be somebody goofs up and you know blocking the back. There's been a late hit. It's mostly though been offsides, things like that, yep. things that they'll they'll fix down the road. And this Spring Valley team is not. I don't want anybody to think we're sitting here making fun of them or anything like that. It it they've got plenty of talent out there, but they are completely rebuilding. You know, they've had a run where they sent guys to, you know, West Virginia and Virginia Tech and and East Carolina. They they sent their linemen all over the place and even like. You know, Aaron Ferguson's boy, I thought was going to be one of the great linemen. And, of course, he blew out the knee. Right. But he ended up, I think, Gardner-Webb, somewhere like that. And, and you know, a really good Division II program. Right. Uh, or, or a lot of them are in really good uh, FCS programs. So, you know, that's the thing, though, has proved more than anything. Is back when I was here, you know, one or two kids got a division one scholarship i mean everybody was amazed and mm-hmm. it was a big deal and you know billy sent 10 kids to either fcs or fbs or or even you know the top division guys 
and it's just so, changed so much. I think it's because we have all those coaches looking at film, and, and when Robbie Martin looks good, well, hey, who's that beside him? Hey, who's that guy with him on defense? You're exactly right. And, and it, it, you know, the same tide raises all boats when they're looking at film. There's more film available than ever before. I can watch Huddle, like, for all week and not watch the same game if I want to. Right. So, yeah, we can go right home and watch this game. Exactly. So, I mean, it's a really amazing thing, the way the tape and, and on the computer immediately available. That's a tremendous thing. They put the, they put the old three-minute trick on us there, so we got a little more time to talk. Hey, we'll give you a couple scores. Some of them are getting pretty ugly out there. Bridgeport, 55-7 over Buckhannon Upshur. Uh Parksburg South, 56-13 over Capitol, and they're not even to halftime yet. Morgantown hammering South Charleston, who plays Huntington next week, 65 to nothing. And the second half just about to begin. Makai Thriddle boots the ball down the field. Saw Jackson back to return. Makes a cut up the field. Tries to juke a few defenders, get some extra yardage. Spins out of one tackle, but finally brought down just after he crossed the 45-yard line, brought down at the 46th great starting field position for the Highlanders. Yeah, good tackle, Miguel Kane. We've seen him running back uh, here in the second half, and also one of the Zeke Lewis, a sophomore, probably a special teamer. He uh, was helped out on the play, but he runs the ball back all the way to the 46-yard line, so 43-yard return. First and 10 for the Highlanders. Already almost in Timberwolves' territory. 28-0 is our score. If you're just now joining us, Huntington leads. And a pitch to the outside. This time getting the ball is Tavion Wilson. Well, we talked about Wilson in the pregame. He's such a good athlete. They're, they're just trying to find where he can help them most. He's doing some tight end, doing some wide receiver. But I think... He could definitely play running back. You know, he's great at, at kicking the ball, but, you know, Huntington hasn't needed him to, to yeah. boot the ball down the field for a punch just yet. No, that's for, that's a great thing. Second and six for the Highlanders. Crawford pitches the ball outside. Oh, what a hit in the backfield. Jalen Abercrombie bringing the thunder. Well, it's a quick pitch, but. They're still working on it. Uh, it. You know, I would call it a slow pitch that time. It, it took a while for Crawford to get it out and get it out to the man. And Abercrombie just made a fantastic read and ran up and made the stop. I mean, coming from the corner, that's a really big-time play. About a seven-yard loss on the play. That brings up third and 13. Ten minutes and 40 seconds left in the third quarter. Crawford sends a man in motion. Looking to pass, has some pressure. Keeps his eyes down the field. His pass to the oh. near side of the field lands incomplete. He was looking for Wilson, but as Wilson hit the break, instead of going out like he thought he was going to go, he ran toward the H in the, in the middle, and they were fortunate that wasn't picked off because it would have been a touchdown straight down the Huntington sideline. Yeah, that's what I was thinking for just a moment. It seemed like the ball was hanging in the air for a very long yep. time. And just as we said that uh, Wilson <laughs> wasn't needed much punting the ball. Oh, here he is. Fourth down for the Highlanders. Wilson standing on his own 30-yard line. I'm not sure if the clock ran out 
or a little confusion on the field. Yeah, somebody was in there at the blocking position. I don't think that was the right guy. Jackson Hatfield, the backup quarterback, is making the calls for the punt team. Wilson gets the snap, boots the ball high and forward Ooh, down the field, lands at the six. Abercrombie grabs it with a foot in the end zone. Oh, a nice little spin move. Makes another man miss. He is a very talented returner, but he is brought down at the 11-yard line. Uh, basically, an 11-yard return picked it up right at you the know, end zone. I, I wasn't sure whether a punt was dead when it went in the end zone or not. Uh, obviously, he was in the end zone, yeah. but came out, and uh, number 23 came down and made the close for Huntington Malachi Brown. That's another one of those freshmen they're very high on. So the Timberwolves get the stop to start the second half and now have the ball on their own 12-yard line. Just over 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. Valley looking for its first score of the game, trying to put some points on the board. That's a 12-yard line really backed up. What a punt. That was from midfield, a 57-yarder. Excellent kick from Wilson and what I believe was his first punt of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, kind of end over end. Abercrombie couldn't play it until he got the big hop in the end zone. First and 10 for the Timberwolves. And dropping back to pass is McGuire back in the game at quarterback trying to connect with Jalen Abercrombie, but the Highlanders secondary able to bat the ball down. Pretty good play there by number 21 coming up, and Marshall Christus was looking for the interception. He dropped in coverage uh, from a defensive end position. That's pretty strong. Oh, made yeah. the play on Abercrombie. Substitution for the Highlanders as Wyatt Adkins exits and Marcus Dean enters the game. That was a very well-thrown pass. And if, uh, if uh, number 21 had not been there, Marshall Christus, it might have gone for a big play with Abercrombie. Split wide receiver set two to the near side, two to the far side. McGuire looking to pass pressure on him almost immediately. He avoids the sack and is able to scamper forward for a decent pickup. Zod. Zod Jackson with another one of those ankle busting oh, yeah. tackles. His signature move. So not only... Did McGuire get out of the sack, but he was able to run forward for four yards, and that will make it third and six. Spring Valley would really like to get out of this hole if they could. Get get some a drive put together, get out maybe toward midfield where you can run some other plays. McGuire jogging back and forth to the sideline, back to the huddle. Whistle blown. And the Timberwolves have requested a timeout. We'll keep it here during the break. You know, another crucial play coming up for the Timberwolves. Third down, deep into your own end. You really need a conversion here, especially with the way Huntington's offense has been playing tonight. If they aren't able to get the first down here, then the Highlanders' offense likely going to have a very short field. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got you got to get something going here now. And, you know, so far, not much going their way. 
Nine minutes and 15 seconds left in the third quarter. The Highlanders lead 28 to zero. And something else that we haven't mentioned, if Huntington is able to score another touchdown and get up by 35, then we will have a rolling clock for the entire fourth quarter. Yeah, and you know, the, running the ball has been a big problem for them so far. Uh, and they've just got four yards, about about 24 yards is all that Spring Valley, that is unlike any Spring Valley team. Yep. And I should mention as well, that is, you know, if they take that lead into the fourth quarter, if Spring Valley is able to, you know, trim away at the lead and knock it down below 35 before the fourth quarter starts, and it won't be a rolling clock, but certainly that is in the balance at the moment. Third and six. For the Timberwolves. McGuire back to pass. Pressure. Immediate pressure. He's able to find a quick outlet with a screen pass. Uh, and the ball is loose. Spring Valley scoops it up. And running forward for a couple of extra yards. I believe that was Ethan Knoll who I, scooped the ball up. I think you're going to say Abercrombie was down at 30, though. Then the ball came out yep. while he was on the ground. And that is exactly what they will call first and 10 for the Timberwolves ball on the 30-yard line. That was a big gainer. Walt Williams was bringing the pressure, had some help inside, and the quarterback stood in knowing he was going to take the hit and threw the ball and gets the first down. That is the first first down in quite a while for this team. First and 10 ball on the 30-yard line. Two receivers to the near side of the field, two to the far side, running back in. Kane gets the carry. He's been running hard all night long. Pushes through a couple of defenders to get a minimal pickup of three yards. Yeah, three yards, not bad. He's got three carries for 11 yards tonight. He's run really hard when he's been in the game. So that'll make it second and seven. Eight minutes and 15 seconds left in the third quarter. And you mentioned this. Earlier, Woody, I believe, was off the air, but Spring Valley with a bit of a murderer's row to start the year. So, really, oh. they, they could use a couple of scores just to build up momentum moving forward. Well, get a little confidence going into the next game because their schedule is the when, – when somebody says their schedule is brutal, well, they've got the real brutal. I mean, it uh, – nice run there by number 13. Uh, got a first down, 62, making the stop for the Highlanders, Wyatt Atkins, but another first down for this honey, er, for Spring Valley. Yeah, got exactly what they needed. A seven-yard pickup, places the ball right on the 40-yard line. The one issue, though, with, you know, jogging back and forth from the sideline takes a little longer to get the play in. And oh, no doubt. You certainly don't want to be using up the clock down by a few scores. Trips receiver set to the far side of the field. McGuire takes the snap and looks that way. Rolls to his right. Throws across his body. Almost intercepted. A diving DeEdrick Graves. Almost able to, to scoop that ball up before it hit the turf. Markel Jones bringing a lot of pressure that time. Really had to throw before he's ready. And like you said, he was running right but couldn't get squared up. And, and although Abercrombie was probably open enough to make the catch for a short gain, uh, once he threw the ball across his body, he didn't get enough on it, and 
And I know that that'll be one that Six is thinking about all evening. So with the incomplete pass, that brings up second and 10. The game clock stopped at 7 minutes and 20 seconds left in the third quarter. It's a run here on second and 10. Getting the ball is Garrick McFeely. Just keeping those legs chopping, able to get a few yards on the play. It's a four-yard pickup. A good second effort. No doubt. I like the lie by the PA announcer there. Tackled by the entire Highlander defensive line. Well, you know, the thing is, when we think about this Spring Valley team before, they used to make those because their big linemen would move you out of the way. Yep. They're, they don't have the kids that are maybe, or maybe they have one here and one there, but they don't have five like they right. had during the, the days of going to three consecutive championship games. And, and you know, when when it becomes a bread and butter play for you, it's, it's one you hate to see go away. Yep, the, the days of Wyatt Milam and Doug Nestor, I believe both of those two still playing at West Virginia. I think I've heard Nestor is actually working on his master's. Right now, he's already graduated, which is, I always tell kids, job one. Yep. Graduate, because you got to. Uh, that's the second time out already for the uh, Spring Valley team, trying to desperately get something going here. So that stops the clock with six minutes and 28 seconds left in the third quarter. And we will step aside for a very short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back out to Bob Sang Stadium. Third and six for the Spring Valley Timberwolves. And a big sack is made by the Highlanders, number eight, Markel Jones. They were rolling right that time. And he came from the right side of the defense. My goodness, what a big hit he put on number 15, the quarterback, uh, Liam McGuire, who could keep his feet. Loss all the way back to the 35-yard line. Loss of nine. Spring Valley having some issues blocking Markell, especially in this second half. It seems like he is really getting in the backfield with some ease. Yeah, I mean, he was just totally untouched that time. Valley just able to get this punt off. A high kick that starts to take a Highlanders bounce, but should be marked down around the 40-yard line. It's the first place that the defense touches it, and so you bring it back to to wherever it touched the defense first. And just a couple yards shy of the 40, the officials will place the ball on the Highlanders' 38-yard line. 
It appears as though we have another player down on the field. Slowly getting back up on his feet is Braden Booth. Gingerly walking. Well, it's to good the to see that he's walking off, but he's he's having a little trouble. He wants to bend over and stretch something. Uh, yeah. Oh, he fell down again. Yeah, it might be the right ankle, maybe. Could be that, or you know, I was thinking for a second as they're stretching him out, maybe early season cramps. Well, yeah, that's possible because what happens? These guys have all the water they can stand when it's 95 degrees out here, and you know they they have to cut the practices down or go later at night. But then you get a night like this, well, you know, I don't need a drink. It's nice and cool, yep. and, and the cramps follow you. Pull you know, I, I saw King's Daughters was recommending on a Thursday night, players should drink chocolate milk because <laughs> of the fats and the carbohydrates and the proteins that it'll bring. They said, yeah, it's okay if you're drinking water all week. They, they agree with that. But they said, maybe mix in some chocolate milk. And I know with these big guys, probably – a quart or half a gallon wouldn't be much <laughs> for them. But, uh, yeah, it gives you some things that, you know, now I don't, I would never tell anybody to drink chocolate before a game. Yeah, definitely not the day of the game. That no, is a recipe no. for disaster. We used to have some kind of mix that Coach McCoy, God bless his soul, now he's gone. But he believed in this chocolate protein drink. And I so much of that that I'd stand there and make as a manager would be thrown away or thrown <laughs> up. So. Oh, goodness, that's funny. Both teams back out onto the field. Huntington's offense looking for another score. First and 10. A handoff goes to Deidre Graves running to the left side of the line. He's got the first down and a few more yards. Finally brought down at Valley's 48-yard line. In a game like this, he is going to be so... Yeah, because, I mean, obviously we know all the speedsters, the receivers, yep. and, of course, Zod Jackson, one of the great tailbacks uh, of all time here and in this conference. But guy that pounds you, guy mm -hmm. that gets behind Robbie and Wyatt and, and uh, Malachi and lets them pave the way, those big guys love doing the run. And he gets the ball again here on first down after the 14-yard pickup. He's got another solid gain on first down. Brought down at the 42-yard line. So waiting to see where the officials place the ball, but standing right around that area. And they will actually back up a yard and place it. Well, in between the 43 and the yeah. 42. You know, when, when you're going that way and it's not touching on the back, it becomes the 42. But it, it there's little tricks of that the scoring. You have to cheat sometime, but <laughs> make it all add up. The second down play is whistle dead. Penalty flags flying. And it's a false start on the offense that will back the Highlanders up five yards. Huntington still leading by four touchdowns. It's 28-0 with five minutes and 13 seconds left in the third quarter. Well, a false starts, another one of those penalties you have to look at when they watch film on Monday out at Huntington. But I, that one's not going to bother Billy as much as celebration penalty yes. when they made a big defensive play that was too much. Because those are very avoidable. Yes. Second and 10 for the Highlanders. Crawford takes the shotgun snap, looks down the field, hits Wayne Harris. 
Harris stiff arms a defender to the ground. Oh, block, crack back. Harris in the end zone, but I believe it's coming back. Yeah, I mean, 21 that time. He got turned around and hit him from the front. I don't know that that's necessarily a crack back, but man, did he play the lumber to the defensive player over there who's, who's up, but now he's been over again. He took a pretty good shot. Taking a second to look at it on the replay here on our stream. Oh, my goodness. What oh. a block. I mean, that was an old school hit from the old days when that would happen a lot. They have outlawed that just because when you don't see a player coming, then you're not prepared for the impact. Yeah. And, I mean, Marshall Christus, he put the lumber to Sam Booth. Yeah, that almost looked like uh, Hines Ward on Keith Rivers there. Absolutely. So, so with the penalty of the ball now yeah, back you on the get, 33. You get the yardage and then 15 back. So, my goodness, what a what a pass, too. Great wide open for number six, Harris. First and 10 for the Highlanders. Trips receivers to the near side of the field, but it's a handoff going to Graves. Tries to spin his way out of the Spring Valley defense, but is finally brought down. Actually, might have lost a yard on the play. And he will lose a yard. That brings up second and 11. Under five minutes to go in the third quarter. The Highlander offense breaks its huddle. Troops receiver set to the near side of the field again. One receiver to the far side. And a back to Crawford's left. Crawford back to pass. Looking to the far side. A leaping attempt oh. made at the ball. Down the field. But unable to Raising his hand up was number six, Harris, who was wide open. Not a, not a Timberwolf player within 15 yards oh, of man. him. Oh, man. Missed him on that play. Instead, yep. elected to go to Jamari Tubbs. Pass falling incomplete, so that will bring up third and 11. Game clock stops with four minutes and five seconds left in the third quarter. Third and 11. Huntington's offense set. Crawford sends a man in motion. It's Dean. Looks that way. Lofts the ball toward him. And a leaping catch is made. Nice play. Very athletic Dean. play by Marcus Dean. That was... He went up on number 10, kind of gave him the okey-doke there and went right over the back of Dylan Robertson for the catch. And he's got enough to move the chains. A fresh set of downs for the Highlanders. First and 10. The ball now on Spring Valley's 21-yard line. 13-yard pickup. Really nice play. Well, well throw. He threw it with a lot of touch, and that really made it go. Very well-placed ball. Just enough oomph on yes, it. Yes, yes. Under four minutes to go in the third quarter. Huntington looking to extend its 28-point advantage. Close pass over the middle, broken up. Yeah, Tubbs had a space in between Abercrombie and the corner on this side, number six, uh, Logan Harris. But number five, Sam Booth, uh, stuck a ball up there and knocked it down before it got to the secondary. A really nice play by the six foot two senior Sam Booth. Where's 50 
some of the time when he's on the offensive line and five the rest of the time. Yeah, when you sent me the starters and it had him listed as a starting guard at number five, I was like, was this a mistake? Yeah, well, that's going to fool us all. Basketball this year, you're going to have players wearing 17, 18, oh, yeah. 27, and 28. Zaw Jackson with the carry, cutting in and out in between defenders. My goodness, it is fun to watch him run the football. He gets inside the 10-yard line, a 12-yard pickup, first and goal at the 9-yard line. That was a tremendous run. I mean, he just right, left, right, left, like he was doing some imaginary cone drill. And finally, Sam Booth just made the tackle, I think, more out of frustration than anything because <laughs> he just couldn't catch him, so he just pushed him over from behind. I think Zaw is just the perfect combination of vision and anticipation. Yes. yes. Crawford takes a shotgun snap. Some pressure on him, able to avoid the defenders for a second, but he is brought down, loses a oh. ball, but Zaw scoops it up. Oh, goodness, <laughs> I thought he was going to be able to get into the end zone. Bumped out of bounds. Let's see how this play goes down. I, I think they threw the beanbag, so I think it's going to definitely be a loose ball. But Here. what a pick. By Zah. Yes. Great awareness from Jackson scooping up the ball and running forward and actually getting to the five-yard line. So wow. pick up a four yards. What a, what a run. Second and goal for the Highlanders. Just over three minutes to go in quarter number three. And this season opener between the Huntington Highlanders and the Spring Valley Timberwolves. Crawford takes the snap, quickly throws it outside to Harris, who runs full head of steam into the end zone. Touchdown, Highlanders. That's Harris's second touchdown reception of the night. What do you know? A lot of offenses, you, you always want to have a go-to guy on offense but the Highlanders have too with Zaw Jackson and Wayne Harris. Those two can beat you on any play at any moment. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's third passing touchdown tonight for Alante uh, Crawford in his debut as the starting quarterback. So he matches his have, total from last season, doesn't he? Yeah. And we have a player down in the end zone over there. Looks like it might be another cramp, maybe. They've got his legs up in the air trying to stretch him out. Haven't been able to make out the number yet. I believe that is Harris down. It could be. And it's probably, you know, now it's going to be 35 nothing. And we talked about the clock will run in the fourth quarter if that stands. Uh, but, yeah, it's probably time we're going to see some of those guys yep. come out. And we'll see some of the freshmen get in there for a little bit. So he is able to make his way off of the field, hopefully. No issues with Harris, such a talented player. Would hate to see him on the shelves, but up and moving. Aye, aye, on for the PAT. Snap good. Kick is good. With three minutes left in the third quarter, Huntington leads 35-0 over Spring Valley. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football. On ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. 
Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health, so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! This is Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Three minutes left in the third quarter here at Bob Sank Stadium where the Huntington Highlanders lead 35-0 over the Spring Valley Timberwolves. Johnny I.I. with a boot down the field caught at the one-yard line by Jalen Abercrombie. Solid return from him. He gets out past the 20, finally brought down at the 23-yard line. Looks like on the Tiger 4, Cam Vizi, and also in there was one of the defensive uh, guys on the team. Maybe 19, I think, was in on that tackle. That's Dante Newsom. That sounds familiar, Herd fans. Yeah, you got it. Uh, Dante Newsom was a, a really good player with Herd. And, you know, it's kind of neat seeing those guys. Roger Garrett play for the Herd. His son, Donovan Garrett, was an outstanding player here. But signed with Marshall for track and field. like what the new track coach is doing. I mean, he, he really seems to be turning the heat up on those players, wants to get better players, and they're talking about building an outdoor track now. Yeah, that was an exciting addition, and just love to see his energy. First and 10 for the Timberwolves. Whistles blown. And I believe Spring Valley has requested another timeout. I don't know that they had any left. I believe they're at zero timeouts. And it's it's now going to be a player who had to go out of the game. Smart thinking about somebody. Yep. Throw away the mouthpiece or something. Go, no, no, that's me. <laughs> Sorry. Yep, looks like it was 12 men on the field, so burning a timeout. And that's just one of the things, like we were talking early on, Woody, some of the miscues that will happen early on in the season. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it just happens. That's what every, every, you know, I always say what's the good thing about freshmen, they become sophomores. Yeah. And, and the first game becomes the second game, and you got film on yourself, and you've hit another jersey. And it's a quick handoff. It's Purdue with the ball. Cam Purdue running to the far side of the field. He was upended by number 16, and that's Marcus Dean, uh, defensive back in the game now. As We're seeing some clean uniforms go out to Tavian Chandler's over here as a cornerback. Uh, Dean back there with Mikey Johnson. That might be the shortest and tallest safety <laughs> pair in school history here. That's a here. good call right there. Uh, Khalif Ty has moved from safety over to corner where he played the previous two years. The front group, though, they're still pretty much uh, the the starters with Max Bourne is in there a little bit as a sophomore. Second and six for the Timberwolves. Quarterback keeper Smith with the ball running to the near side of the field. 
picks up three yards before he's brought down by a few Highlanders. That will make it third and a long two. A minute and a half left in the third quarter of play. If you're just now joining us, Huntington leads 35-0 to zero over Spring Valley. And this has kind of been the opposite of last year's game, Woody. That was maybe, as you said before, even though Huntington lost, that might have been the game of the year. It was just oh. so exciting. A, a one-point I mean, you were difference. Hold, you're holding your breath right down to the end of that game. Didn't know who was going to win it. Short try there, but uh, really stood up well by that front. Max Bourne, we just mentioned, he's in on the bottom of that pal, and along with, uh, you know, a guy that we weren't sure would see much playing, Bryce Winkfield, has been banged up a little bit, played some as a freshman. He's got a real future, I think, here, not only as a linebacker, but as a running back. He is built like Deedrick Graves, big, strong kid. Oh, yeah, he is. He's, he's just a sophomore right now. But he's already 5'10", 175. So Purdue able to pick up two yards on third down. That brings up fourth and one. Smith takes a snap, throws the ball outside to Abercrombie, who makes a man miss and is able to do just enough maneuvering to get the first down. Picks up a few yards, brought down at think, the 36. I think Bourne uh, tripped him up on that play a little bit, but uh, good job of getting the first down. Yeah, three-yard pickup moves the chains for the Timberwolves. 20 seconds left in the quarter. The Wolves still in their huddle. Break it now. Should have enough time to get another playoff. Five seconds left. Smith with another bubble screen. This time to the near side of the field, he connects with Cole Ferguson. Landon Miller was all over that play. There just wasn't anywhere to go. Yes, he immediately read that play, made the tackle in the backfield. The Wolves lose a couple of yards, and that will do it for the third quarter. At the end of three, Huntington leads 35-0 over Spring Valley. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba Communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. Like us on Facebook. Just search ESPN Radio 94.1 FM at AM 930. Welcome back out to Bob Sang Stadium for the start of the fourth quarter. It's Spring Valley's ball to start the fourth. 
second and 12 for the Timberwolves. Smith takes a snap. It's a handoff. A run up the middle and another great job by the Highlander defense just getting to the ball very quickly. Max Bourne again making a stop in there, playing defensive end right now. Had some help. And that was Cam Purdue with the carry. Picks up a yard. That'll make it third and 11. Jamari Tubbs also was in on the play. And so now with the 35-point advantage, we will have a running clock here in the fourth quarter. And, you know, sometimes you you wouldn't think that it goes by as quickly as it does. But, my goodness, with a rolling clock. Yeah, it seems like when you're behind, you're trying to get some positive. You're like, gosh. Stop the clock. Let's, <laughs> let's get a drive together. Third and 11. Smith back to pass. Pressure on him. He's able to find a man. That's Purdue. A nice catch and throw. However, he's going to be brought down shy of the line to gain. He was rocked by Tavion Wilson, uh, another Marshall prodigy out there. And uh, he put a big hit on him all alone. Fourth down, obviously. They're going for it at the 41. They got six yards on that pass. So desperation time for the Timberwolves. No, they would love to at least get on the scoreboard, have something good to feel about on the bus ride back to Spring Valley. It's something to look at on film that, you know, shows what we can do. Fourth and five. Smith has pressure, and he is swallowed up in the backfield by the Highlander defense. Aaron McPherson couldn't wrap him up after uh, Markel Jones chased him toward McPherson, but then the third guy in the act, Bryce Bryce Winkfield, he came up and made the stop and a really big tackle to be first down for Huntington after a one-yard loss. Well, hold everything as there was a face mask penalty. So that is actually going to give the Timberwolves a first down. That is amazing. Well, you know, hey, accidental face mask. You know, I like the rule that it's 15 no matter what on a face mask. I never thought that was a very good rule about doing that. But first and 10, they've still got a chance to, as you said, put something positive into the uh film here into highlander territory the ball on the 44 yard line it's a handoff and run up the middle nice run and still going forward is cam purdue bounced off a few defenders just kept running full head of steam finally brought down at the 25 yard line 19 yard pickup that was really a great run and and you know they've got some youngsters out there but they also had mikey johnson had to make the stop you're starting uh Safety, and of course, you know, he's a senior and all that, but he's still, this is his first football game right. in four or five years. So he's staying in because he needs the work. But a first and get 10 again. Purdue has looked best of any runner they've had tonight. Abercrombie can do a lot with the ball in the passing, but Purdue's a guy I'd go to. And they go to him again here, running to the far side of the field, juking inside another nice pickup on first down. Give him six yards and make it second and four. Marcus Dean on the stop. And Malachi Brown in there as well. So quickly moving along in this fourth quarter, eight minutes and 40 seconds left in regulation. I'll tell you what, Purdue has run really hard since he got in there. He has done a tremendous job. 
of running the ball for this team. It really gets his uh, body and weight behind his pads, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Uh, and that's something that's hard to teach a youngster. Second and four. Smith hands the ball off. It's Purdue again. No, excuse me. I believe that is actually Kane into the game now. They have very similar builds. Yes, they do. Landon Miller steps up and makes a tackle there. Another nice run. That brings the ball down to the seven-yard line, 12-yard pickup. And now the Highlanders have requested a timeout. Well, there's two things going on here. Your, your varsity guys, they're mostly out. But then they get inside the 10-yard line, and they want the shutout. Yep. And it, it's a big game, rivalry. It's going to be first and goal. So on the sidelines, they're saying, Coach, put us back in. <laughs> we want the goose egg. And then if he won't put it back in, they're coaching up those young guys saying, Hey, get to stop. Yep. So it's first and goal for the Timberwolves. Ball's actually moved back a yard on the eight-yard line now. Game clock stopped with seven minutes and 58 seconds left in regulation. So this is the one way to stop the rolling clock. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, your timeout's still stopped. Let's look at some of the scores again, update you on some of the AAA scores. It is right now, well, we better get an update because it looked like that hadn't been loaded in a while. <laughs> yeah, hit the good old yeah. refresh. Uh, and... Uh, Martinsburg doesn't play to tomorrow when they're playing a team in Ironton, Ohio tomorrow. They got that triple header tomorrow at Tanks Memorial oh, that's right. Stadium. That should be a lot of fun. It's only an $8 ticket. Oh, heck yeah. But uh, so far, uh, Bridgeport just hammering. Buckhead up here, 55-13. We'll get more later. First and goal for the Timberwolves. The handoff up the middle and fighting forward for a few yards is Kane, Miguel Kane, the sophomore running back. 20 and uh, Landon Miller, number eight, Kurt Markel Jones was in there. And Bryce Winkfield was the first guy to hit him. Couldn't quite bring him down. He did manage to pick up two yards. Places the ball at the five-yard line. Second and goal for the Timberwolves. 22 has also run very hard today. Kane, he's done a nice job both halves. It looks like he is still in the game, but this time it's a quarterback keeper. Smith keeps the ball running to his left, but he is quickly brought down, actually loses a yard in the process. So now third and goal from the six-yard line. Seven minutes to go in regulation. And you can... Here the fans in the stands cheering the defense on. <laughs> the players aren't the only one that want this shutout. Yeah, well, like I say, it's a rivalry game. It's here at Huntington tonight. But, you, you know, you've got your second team in, and that's all you can do. Nobody's going to ask you to lay down. Third and goal. Shotgun formation. Two receivers to the near side of the field, two to the far. But it is a handoff and fighting forward for a few yards. Couldn't see the number. He got swallowed up quickly yeah. by the Huntington defense. I think it was Cam Purdue again, 36. Looked like the first guy on the stop for Huntington was number 77. That's another freshman, Jeremiah Lyles, getting some play. So a decent pickup. About to the two, maybe. Fourth and goal, though. So the Wolves need to get in the end zone now. Six minutes now left in regulation. 
That's a 42-yard rushing on about 10 carries in the game for Purdue. Very he's, solid he's the leader. Shotgun snap, handoff to Purdue, and he finds the end zone, and he deserves it. Yes, he does. An excellent drive for Cam Purdue, and he helps put Spring Valley on the board. And now Huntington will get their second-team offense in and see what they can do against probably still the Spring Valley starters, although Brad Dingus might be at a point where he's going to sub some too just to see what those kids could do under pressure. And always love it for those guys who might be just a little bit lower on the depth chart. They're out here working every day in practice, and they deserve some playing time as well. Sure. Hey, you can't do it without those kids that stand on the other side and run their plays. 100%. Riddle on for the PAT. The kick is up, and it is good. With five minutes and 40 seconds left in regulation, Spring Valley's on the board. Our score, 35-7 to Highlanders. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. The Drive with Paul Swan, weekdays at 5. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Midway through the fourth quarter here at Bob Sank Stadium with the Huntington Highlanders leading 35-7 against the Spring Valley Timberwolves. Spring Valley just able to get on the board and now kicking off. Thought for a moment they might do an onside kick, but Riddle boots it down the field. And it's Mikey Johnson returning the ball. Uh-oh. Oh. some open space, had some blockers, but he is upended. Braden Booth with a tremendous tackle. But, yeah, he, he took the ball at 11 and really started to make things happen. Yeah, 27-yard return for Mikey Johnson, finally brought down at the 38-yard line. Okay. And apparently penalty somewhere after the play. See what the officials come up with. They're going to spot it, I believe, at about the 37. Getting all their heads together to yeah. go over this one. 26-yard return. And a dead ball personal foul on the Timberwolves. That's, that's the second late hit of this game. Can't be happy with that on the other sideline. Now, we told you folks early, this is a rivalry game. So. Yes, it is. <laughs> expect and, violence. And the guys that are still out there, they expect to play. Yep. Oh, yeah, they don't care what the score is. They're no. in on a Friday night football game. That's exactly right. They know the highlights will be coming up, and they can't wait to see <laughs> it. That's right. 
all the way to the 48-yard line of Spring Valley, first to 10. Jackson Hatfield in a quarterback. And Hatfield hands the ball off. It's a run up the middle for the Highlanders, and running the ball is Bryce Winkfield. Winkfield able to pick up about two and a half, three yards on the carry. Yeah, give him, give him three on the... Make it second and seven. I uh, didn't even have Wingfield down on here. I didn't didn't know if he was going to be able to play or not. He's been nursing something all fall practice. Sophomore back is in. Hatfield looks the pass, launches the ball down the field. Oh, a great pass, and the catch is made by Tavion Wilson. He's that, finally bumped out of bounds at the 10-yard line. 35-yard pickup. Wow, what a pretty pass that was by Jackson Hatfield. Had all the time in the world to look at it because the line really got it done. And you love to see that out of your backup quarterback. You, you always want to have confidence in that guy because you're one hit away from needing him. Yes. No, no, you got to work that guy into shape. That's for sure. Get him in a real game situation. First and goal for the Highlanders. Ball just inside the 10-yard line. Hatfield takes the snap. Hands the ball off to Winkfield, running up the middle inside the five-yard line, finally brought down at the three. Six-yard pickup. I guess officially we're calling that at the nine because they, uh, they can't get a first down. So he gets all the way to the four, though. Three minutes and 40 seconds left in regulation. We'll give him five yards there. Second and goal at the four. Hatfield takes the snap, pressure on him, quickly throws the ball to the end zone, looking for Tubbs. Pass falls incomplete. <laughs> They've got some kind of balls they're throwing out into the crowd. I saw those yellow balls go flying. I thought that, <laughs> wow, I thought the ref was really out of position clear over here on the track. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, uh. Just one piece of information for you listeners and viewers. We were honestly uh, weren't sure about this on the break. We were thinking, okay, now the Valley has scored. Does, does the clock stop? And it has been. So that is one rule with a rolling clock. If the lead goes back under 35, then you will have stops when it's called for. Well, Wyatt Atkins called for moving that time. I guess I can give him a break because he's played just about the whole game, either on the defense or the offense. He and Robbie Martin going both ways on defenses and offense. That is tough for those big guys. He lost a little concentration there and move it back to the nine. So third and goal from the nine-yard line. Hatfield sends a man in motion, takes the snap, pitches it outside to Tubbs. Tubbs running with a full head of steam, hit hard inside the five, brought down. And yeah, number two. nine with a big hit, actually knocked his helmet off. Bo Christopher, he's a sophomore for Spring Valley. Yeah, he was laying the lumber on that hit. <laughs> Rattled his helmet loose, so he had to go to the sidelines. He gets it inside about the two, maybe at the two-yard line. Fourth and goal. Highlanders looking to add to their lead. 
Shotgun formation. Two receivers to the near side of the field. A back to Hatfield's right. That's Winkfield, who's now sent in motion. And it's the quarterback keeper. Hatfield spins. He's close, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown, Highlanders. Well, right out of the uh, Locko book, Gavin Locko loved that quarterback draw, and that time Jackson Hatfield ran it to perfection. Uh, he was wrapped up, but not until he was already in the end zone. So nice play that drawn up there by Huntington. The junior Hatfield able to find the end zone, and Huntington now leads 41-7. to One minute and 26 seconds left in regulation. I.I. Extra point is up, and it is good. And we will just keep it here for a few minutes. So we've got, you know, just a little over a minute left. You know, that's got to that's got to be a good feeling for Johnny Ai though. I mean, he had problems last year, missed an early field goal, had, was roughed on a try right at the end of the game, and then missed a 37-yarder, which is, you know, right, right, right around the distance he can kick. Of course, it was on the mud down there, and I yep. saw Spring Valley has got new turf. They've got Bermuda grass going to go in there, and that will really help that field. There's oh, no yeah. about that. Every other game that Huntington has this year, just like last year, every game was on turf after that. So, uh, of course, it was nice when you had three of the four playoff games at home. Oh, heck yeah, it was. Yeah. And, uh, went and it up certainly worked out, didn't it? Yeah, you know, uh, Huntington, back in the day where newspapers basically proclaimed a champion until about 1937, hmm. and uh, Huntington had like eight or nine championships when they were Huntington Central right. High School, and then when they built East, Huntington went there in 64 and 66, lost in the finals in those two games, the Pony Express. So both teams now back out onto the field. I.I. set to kick off. And a very short Pop kick. Up. And it's a loose ball. Who's got it? I believe Spring Valley might have been able to fall on it. Yeah, it was a really good play there by the man in the middle, 26. Kane Trent, a senior, uh, listed as 6'1". I don't believe he'd see that without a step stool. <laughs> but he came up with the ball at the 45-yard line. You know, you practice your onside kick. Yeah. See, see if somebody can grow and get the ball. And that time they didn't. It wasn't a bad kick, though. And that's something you can certainly work on. Yeah, might as well try everything out. There's nothing like real game speed. You know, you can go over everything in practice, right. but it, right. it's all different in an actual game. First and 10 for the Timberwolves. Got 119, no timeouts, and a rolling clock. If Highlanders back up by 35, 42-7 is our score. Just over a minute left in the ballgame. High formation for the Timberwolves, and it's a run up the middle. Another hard run. This time it's Bo Christopher. He gets very close to the line to gain. I think he might have had exactly... 10 yards. Yeah, Wiz was hanging on along with number 26 for Huntington, and that is uh, uh, Marcus Henderson. They teamed up on the spot, but they're going to call it nine, second and one, but it's close enough to, I would have thought they'd be giving it to him. Yeah, the nose of the football pretty much touching the 45-yard line. I formation again, another run this time to the right side of the line. Good for a first down. Number 18 with Kerry. Seeing a lot of clean numbers. Lincoln Davis, a sophomore, 
for this Spring Valley team. And Spring Valley starting to line up to shake hands, so looks like that's going to be it. Our final score for week one, Huntington pulls off a big win, 42-7 over Spring Valley. That's Huntington's 14th straight win, which is a record. Yeah, unbelievable that they'd won 13 in a row in the season, 2013-2021, then lost the championship, lost to Spring Valley, then won 13 straight. So this makes 14 in a row. That's a pretty good record to have. It's the 17th home win in a row. Uh, so a big deal. And uh, Jimmy Morgan, he makes us sound so much smarter oh, than we are <laughs> with all these great statistics. Oh, got to love him. Love Jimmy and everything that he does. And Huntington fans have to love that performance from their Highlanders. A big 42-7 to seven point win in week one over Spring Valley. We're going to step aside for a short break. But the post game is coming up next. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types Hello, guys. of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba Communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! It's time for the Highlanders post-game report with a recap of tonight's action, including coaches' interviews and scores from across the tri-state on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back out to Bob Sang Stadium for one final time this evening. The Huntington Highlanders with a perfect start to their season. They're trying to get back to Wheeling for a third straight year. And if tonight was any indication... They're going to have another very strong team this year, Woody, and have a good shot to get back. Yeah, I mean, we realistically know that, you know, Spring Valley's having a rebuilding year. I don't want to call it a down year. They're just young, and they have a lot of young players in the lineup, and uh, we saw a lot more young players as it went along. But, you know, the great thing was we saw a lot of young players for Huntington, too. And even though they've got a big senior class this year to mix in, about 14 guys, signs really great when you come up into the football facility. It's got all the seniors and the games down below. Mm -hmm. So uh, those kids did a nice job, and so did the youngsters that came in. And when you can mix in youngsters with your varsity guys like that, 
it really helps reinforce the message and kind of coach those guys up. Like at halftime when we talked to Robbie Martin, he talked about Aaron McPherson, how how he was trying to help him like he was helped by other players, like a Darnell Wright before yep. he went to Tennessee, now with the Chicago Bears. So, uh, you know, it was a good performance. I think it, it was what a lot of folks suspected would happen tonight. What do you expect and what really happens may be two completely different things, but tonight kind of played like we thought the book would. Yes, it did. Your final score from Bob Sang Stadium, 42-7 to in favor of the Huntington Highlanders who start the season 1-0. and That'll do it for our broadcast. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. want to thank our statistician, Jimmy Morgan. want to thank our producer back in the studios, Lowell. He's done a tremendous job all night, kind of pinch hitting tonight. So we appreciate you, Lowell, doing a great job. Former, former herd football manager and, and starred in the uh, We Are Marshall movie as a offensive lineman there for the herd. Hey, Lowell is a man of many talents and the yes. nicest guy that you would ever meet. Absolutely. So thanks again to Lowell. And also, last but not least, I want to thank my man right here, Woody. Always enjoy calling a game with you, man. It's great to be back. Yeah, you know, we had some bumps uh, pregame, and, and sometimes that works out for you anyhow. But uh, thanks to Paul Swan for getting some of that stuff smoothed out so we could get, get everything done on time. And, and hey, we'll be back to a better job, but uh, it's probably going to be ugly next week. We go to South Charleston, and unless they turn around quickly, they went to Morgantown and got blasted 65-0 to tonight by the number eight Mohawks. So, uh, you know, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, you, you, you have to play the teams you got on your schedule. And we know Spring Valley has Cal Midland at home, in two weeks, and then they're going to have, uh, you know, a couple of other folks like Jefferson and Hurricane on the road before they really kind of get into the second half of the season. They got a chance there, but it's going to be a tough run for them. And as they grow up, we'll see if they can improve against some of those other good teams. Yes, we certainly will, Woody. Your final score from Bob Sang Stadium, 42-7 to in favor of the Highlanders. Thanks to everyone for tuning in and have a great rest of your night. You've been listening to Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Tonight's game was brought to you by Dutch Moore Auto Group, Dr. Mark Subic, Marshall Orthopedics, Farmar Stores, ProSource, State Electric Supply Company, Wendy Schmidt Family Restaurant Group. Stay tuned for High School Game Night with Fred Persinger following tonight's broadcast. This is ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, a service of Kendrick Communications.